Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Yusef. I'm Kevin Christie. Today's episode... Feminism. Yeah. We talk about how uh, women have cooties. (laughs) Every last one of them. That's like the most adorable. I love using that. Cooties is great. You don't have cooties, dude. Like in a a serious way. Let me ask you something. How many partners have you had and could you have cooties? Have you been tested for cooties? (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. I don't want to get anything. So you if have I was honest. a doctor and I was giving people <laughs> STD results yeah. and they didn't have anything, I would 100% of the time tell them they have cooties. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to inform you, but you have a, uh, you have a case of cooties. <laughs> it is type 2, so it's treatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get into that, let's do plugs first. Anything? Uh, uh, March something like... Go to AriSphere.com. I'm in Brea with Ari. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just go to Ari's website. It's there. Yeah. Speaking of Ari, we, a lot of listeners really? of our podcast were at those shows in what? Seattle at Parlor. I talk, yeah, I talked to a bunch. So everyone I met up there that listens, thank you for coming. You're all super cool. Were they like, we love you, we hate Kevin? Yeah, yeah. They were all like, thank oh, God man, Kevin's man. nowhere in, in the it. state of Washington. I knew it. Uh, no, one girl was like, where's Kevin? Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of listeners came out. Thank you guys for coming. A couple of them wanted to know where our podcast t-shirt was. Relax. And why it wasn't for sale up Relax, there. people who don't have to draw it. And a couple of them were wearing podcast shirts from other podcasts, like not even Ari's. And they were just like, I'm still looking at four different podcast shirts. And I'm like, I'll talk to Kevin. <laughs> I'm not the, f- I don't know how to draw anything. Exactly. He, Egg. Exactly. He keeps saying we're going to have one. And then he keeps not doing it. I'm sorry. Well, he's just been busy sitting here stewing in anger <laughs> over over life or over whatever. This week's guest. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, San Diego, California. I'm coming. March 12th and 13th or 13th and 14th, whatever that Friday, Saturday is. Yeah. Uh, headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store. Tempe, Arizona. The next week, February, uh, March 20th to 22nd. Tempe Improv. I'm there with Bobby Lee, my adopted North Korean son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that's it for now. Uh, and then you know all the other stuff. Our twi- any new listeners, Twitter, Kevin G. Christie. I'm at Nick Youssef. And NickYousef.com for everything else. Links to all that stuff. Uh, podcast. Fucking subscribe, obviously. If you haven't, why wouldn't right. you subscribe? Right. Uh, this week's episode. Are we, our guest is my very good friend, Cassandra Zari. Uh, she is the homie. Uh, I consider her a very smart person who's thoughtful, so we had her come and check in on how, uh, basically how you and I are doing in reference to feminism. Our thoughts, yeah. where we think it's difficult, where we think it may, you yeah. know, the things that confuse us, the state of it. What questions we have on things we just don't know, because we're yeah. dudes. We're too yeah, busy we're lifting fucking weights, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fighting wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we just kind of talk about what it's like to, to, yeah. to be the living uh, in America and being a woman how, what that entails and the difficulties yeah. mostly I, I was curious to find out the things that like I I don't recognize that are that are that are out there that it, it you have to like really kind of as a as a male actually put yourself in their position to realize you're doing something that's like dismissive or slighting or whatever so right. that's what that's what this episode's about yeah it's a good one yeah it's informative and we're probably gonna do a multi-part series We'll get, you know, different, yeah, just different women we know that work in different, you know, industries or different whatever, and just talk about feminism and, like, their experience. Yeah. Because it's a thing that's, 
it's very topical now. It's changing now. So that yeah. I think is what's in important. In so many ways. Like yeah. the we talk about slut shaming a little bit. We talk about cat calling. We talk about like harassment in the workplace. We talk about what it is to be a male and female in a relationship. Right. So there's so many things at play. Yeah, and it's like a huge thing in transition. Cassandra, what's your Twitter? At Cassandra Zari. How do you spell that? C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A. Oh shit, is it Cassari? No. <laughs> <laughs> she checks her Twitter a lot, you can tell. At Cassandra Zari. I literally joined six months ago. Okay. At Cassandra A uh, C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A Z-A-R-E. Follow her on Twitter, it's funny. Okay, there you go. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's yep. the episode. So, uh, obviously, if there's a lot going on in it, opinion-wise, so let us know your opinions. Email us. Tweet at us. Just let's, let's you know, have a conversation. Don't get it. mad at me where I'm wrong. I'm trying. Yeah, we don't fucking, we don't know. You know, if you're offended, it's like, don't waste your time. We're yeah. just, we're trying to have a conversation and grow as, as human beings. That's yeah. part of what this podcast is all about so hopefully you're on board with that enjoy the episode and we love you goodbye i think i'm uh, curious about not the obvious kinds of like shocking misogyny that stuff's really easy to catch yeah. but what i think in the in the same way that i sometimes we'll miss things that are racist and then once it's explained to me i'm like oh yes like the way you're like oh yeah i am really white yeah like the way <laughs> like the way it, like you know you Life realize great yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the way a sportscaster would be like he's a natural like the way like a white sportscaster oh, will talk uh, about a great example in politics was when Obama was running for office and people kept going like he's so well spoken yeah you're like where does that <laughs> Joe Biden from? said it <laughs> yeah his own vice president oh no oh no no it was uh it was Bill Clinton they go like oh, it was, yeah. they, oh, go, he they, did go, too? they see a well spoken black guy and you're like huh ah, okay yeah, well, like, wait, uh, let's let's yeah but it's it's like yeah. little things like that that you don't notice at first you're like well he's saying something nice you're like this guy was you know when you hear a guy yeah. he was born to play he's got raw talent skill yeah. it's like yeah. eh. It's in his jeans. It's, it's almost yeah. better yeah. when it's like out front so you know it right oh, away. It's you're super like, easy. oh, you're that kind of person. Like in, I was in Nashville a few months ago doing shows, and then this like super redneck group of people, like it was this guy who had yeah. like no neck. He was like, fat dude, no neck. <laughs> and like this handlebar mustache, yeah. crazy hair, tat- like old tattoos, you know, sleeveless shirt, just like from the sticks and right. then these two girls you know with him look the same they're all just like southern draw you know and he comes up to me he's like you were good i'm like thanks he's like what kind of name do you have <laughs> whoa yeah and then i go i go oh i'm lebanese and then he sta- like just keeps staring at me and goes and i leans in a little bit he goes you some kind of terrorist now thinking that's going to be like the you know was cla- he joking or was the he like- classic joke a lot of like yeah. a yeah. hacky joke oh you're Middle Eastern you must be a terrorist yeah. he says that and then his expression doesn't change and he just keeps staring at me and I kind of laugh expecting him to laugh too and he just keeps looking at me and I was like oh no yeah I'm I like I grew up in LA I'm, I was raised Christian I'm like not you know what you're thinking and he and he goes oh all right you're all right then He's legitimately wondering. Yeah, he, it was a serious question because he wanted to gauge whether he should dislike me based on his, you know, preconceived notions of like race and ethnicity. And then I go, no, 
I, I give him my background. He goes, all right, you're all good then. And then we continued yeah. all standing there smoking. And the conversation <laughs> changed back to, okay, it was everything was fine. And I think that's true. Like, I think that there's been so few times in my life where I've actually been like overtly discriminated against. I used to work in investment banking and I, there yeah. was like a couple of times when they were just like, the, some guy referred to my hot ass and I like, and, and it was just so gross and I went to HR immediately. Like, it was like, that was Whoa. one of the few times that like, and he was old and bright red and just drunk <laughs> as fuck. Like, he couldn't, wow. like, it was like, oh, you are old school. And oh, you can so really easy. see him. Like, yeah. and I just, that like, was like, hello for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, I was like this, you grew up in a world where this is okay. And that is just so, that has been, that was my one like you know obvious easily to like rally against like that guy's a jerk right um right. that was the one time and my it, question with that that um because you said like oh he grew up this way or i was, only assume i mean i don't right. know he, but he was older. when you run across that kind of thing like how much of you is like you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks i'm not going to be mad at him i'm just going to yeah. like avoid it and not hate you for it because in a way he doesn't know better or like yeah he does but he's stuck in his ways and it's not like really malicious i reacted so quickly i was just you're fired you were so fired and yeah. then i what i didn't realize was that like that well i mean and i don't know this for a fact but i think that wasn't the first instance like oh, okay. of him acting like that mm -hmm. and he's just been around he was a very powerful person in the firm i worked at and so he, there was no there was no firing that guy but i mean i don't know if he got a slap on the wrist or actually what the repercussions were but they told me that it was handled and so i worked with an older dude for a while for like a few years we worked on this thing together reoccurringly and he there'd always be lots of other people around and a lot of them would be women and every once in a while he would just kind of do like a that's what she said type <laughs> joke right. that was this to see this guy you're like this he's so harmless but still, so like, I didn't want to like pull him aside and be like, listen, dude, you got to stop doing that. So yeah. it was always just like, ah, all right. Like, I was just like, I would try to get in, like, maybe just move it, like, change, change the whatever was happening, the yeah. subject as quickly as possible. Yeah. And you could see he wasn't creepy at all. Like, he never hit on any of the women at all. Mm -hmm. He was just, he, to him, that was still an appropriate kind of joke to yeah. make, like, yeah. just an overtly, not overt, but just like a sexual joke amongst strangers like just yeah. amongst people who you don't have a personal relationship with yeah and and you know if i'm sure if it was explained to him he would have been like oh yeah sorry <laughs> like i didn't yeah. know but like at that you know i wasn't i didn't want to be like look look dude some people you explain that kind of stuff to whether it's like sexism or racism or homophobia and stuff and they kind of write it off as just like you know, we'll, we'll deal with it or it's not a big deal yeah, or something like that. And you're like, but when you do it in a public setting, like yeah. they're, you're singling them out as different. You really are powerless. Like you're just yeah. like, am I going to be the person that's like, wait, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's also seems you. like it's death by a thousand cuts. Like when these things seem small, yeah. it's like, well, yes, that one incident seemed small, but when you talk to, when you see that it happens like I don't know thousands of times to somebody yeah. over the course of their life, yeah. and it's just a slow, it just slowly lets them know that they're they're thought of as less than in in a situation. Yeah, where you go like, where is my actual place in society? Yeah, like, keep from every angle, yeah. like little by little, I get treated like this and that, or. And so that's the I think that's the thing that I think most of the time sex is like any sort of 
I think it's so much subtler, like more su- more yeah. subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Not a word. Um, <laughs> like um, more like and I was. I just think it's so much like just the media is the kind of the last battleground, you know, where we're just like, we have like all these perceptions of like women that are confusing. And I don't think it's necessarily like, I mean, I'm not getting cat called every day or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And when I am, I'm just like, usually like in that one instance, I was like, you're a drunk old, like I'm going to try to like, I was, that was more my own, like kind of like personal vendetta. But like, I think that for the most part, it's just the confusing images that we get like in the media. I think that really is. Cause I think we, I mean, I don't, I don't think about feminine. I'm like, I'm pretty much, I have a, I'm like on paper. I'm my like we are equal like right. know, men and women are good but like I think that there's just like all these like weird cues try and keep your mic up. oh sorry yeah. um yeah there are these like weird mixed messages like just kind of like be I don't know uh there was the Cosmo article about like Taylor Swift recently about she said something about feminism and I was like well would we even be talking about Taylor Swift if she wasn't super hot <laughs> yeah i mean right. there is that there is i mean there's still there's a billboard on sunset right now uh it's i think it's sunset and kind of close to la brea and it's just a naked woman but it's somehow selling water yeah like right. and it's because it, and it's not like a, a big water company it's not like a, a super well-known <laughs> one but it's just a, a busty girl yeah pushing them together and she's on all fours and it's just like it, the, they're trying to sell to you that the water's all natural or something like right, that. Right, right. And you're like, it's still, the fact that you still, that women's bodies are still sort of a logo. Totally. Like yeah. a hot, sexy body is still like a logo that you can use to draw attention to something, to sell it, and yeah. then make money. My favorite of one of those is Joe's Jeans. Yeah. There oh, was yeah. a billboard on Sunset and Fairfax. And it was like there forever because yeah. of how of what it was. It was the backside of a woman from like half her back down. Yeah. And she was totally naked. It was just her ass. Right. And then her like thighs down to her knees. And it was selling jeans. Right. And she wasn't wearing any clothing. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, hey, naked girl, please buy jeans. You're like, where are the jeans at? Yeah. But I mean, Calvin Klein, to be fair, for the other side, they do that with, I mean, they have naked men all the time. And you know, women are just like, oh, yeah. That's right. But they're they're it's di- I think it's different with a uh, men aren't an, aren't an oppressed group, right? So it's kind of like kicking someone when they're down. <laughs> not right. only are you still not you know you're still getting paid less. We're gonna use your bodies kind of whenever we feel like in any way we feel in like. In any way we yeah. And um, I, 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 even though you said like you know you you're equal and it and it doesn't come you don't notice it as much. Isn't there something just being like constantly outnumbered? That's true. Yeah, I'm like I work on a set all day, and I'm just I'm pretty much like outnumbered. Yeah, and even though I don't get the direct like the comments, I've been with like I've been within earshot to a lot of like Hooters, <laughs> you know, jokes, oh, yeah. which is fine. I mean, I have like a sense of humor about. It. I grew up with like a pretty like a Muslim dad who whoa. You know, no. Love <laughs> episode <lady> over. Over. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah. What's your ethnic background? I'm half Iranian, and, and then my mom was like a feminist, and I was like, "Why did you USA. be Iranian?" That seems like USA. <laughs> and your mom, USA. <laughs> your mom is white. She is a white gal from Texas. <laughs> wow, what a combo! A yeah, they lasted 
long. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. They last. Uh, they got a divorce when I was thirteen, and a lot of it was cultural. I think more than it was like their political views or anything like that. I think my dad has married like a very traditional Iranian gal, yeah. and she cooks for him. <laughs> they call them gals. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dad used to call real him. She's a real nice gal. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he referred to every woman at his work as. It was a gal. I don't know when I made yeah. that up. Shit. <laughs> and it's about the. It's one of the more harmless ways. You. I, I mean, is there it's anything better than like gal? broad? Or, oh yeah. Or a skirt or Darn. dame. My ex-boyfriend used to call me babe, and I was like, I just feel like that's weird. <laughs> you didn't like it? Hey babe. I use. I've called almost every girlfriend babe or. It yeah. might just be a regional thing. I think I, maybe it's how you, some people say it, like babe. You know, <laughs> yeah. or like babe. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend was straight Jersey, and he was yeah. just like. Hey, babe. Well, there was that there was that sketch on SNL, two a holes, Sudeikis, and uh-huh. I forget the who played the his girlfriend, but it was it was like, hey, babe, you want this, babe? Like it is that there's something where you're like, ugh. It's those dudes that walk oh, yeah. around with like their their girlfriends, like they don't put their arm around, they kind of put their arm like on their like on their neck, neck yes. or shoulder, they walk yes. around like that. It's like, what are you like? <laughs> is that your leash? Is your arm? Yeah. Your, those guys go, babe, get over here, babe. That's right. Those are those Maybe dudes. Some pasta, babe, babe. Should I get these sunglasses? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Being out, constantly outnumbered. Oh, there's a th- okay. Oh, where you? You said you, you were a part. Like you will be an earshot of like some Hooters talk. Hooters talk. Yeah. And like I okay. Here's the thing I find I guess confusing or a bit of a gray area. When whilst amongst men, right? Yeah. We're gross. That's oh right. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> is it? A, I mean, it's, it's graphic clear, detail. Disgusting. We're disgusting. Yeah. Or, it's every conversation oh, wait, wait, wait. is like porn are we fanfic. Dis- are we disgusting? <laughs> or are we just discussing the things we? It's the same way we would talk about sports. If you like, if you and I liked sports enough, we would talk about it in great detail. But instead, yeah. we're talking about the female anatomy. Right now, yeah. which is it's a sport. Cle- no. Yeah, it's clearly not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, cl- and it's clearly not appropriate to discuss that in front of women. Right. But I think what gets troublesome is you get used to that. It's still like it's an allowable thought process to have as long as you totally. don't let it out around the wrong people. So that's where you're like, you're like, well, I think it, but I'm not allowed to say it. Well, I'm I sort of allowed to think it in the right place. I just think it's like a case by case basis. Like I'm not one of the. I mean, we'll talk about porn, but like <laughs> in a bit. But like I really, I like. I just think anybody should be able to talk about whatever the you know they want to well, talk yeah. about. They should be able to do whatever they want to do. I just think it's about like human consideration. Like if you see a per like a girl there and you're talking about like just like. The, just the I, I can't even remember like the exact conversation they were just talking about like their dream hooters and like who <laughs> they would have there and it was just like and i was there and it was more just like i wouldn't talk about i don't know um like if i had a friend who wasn't in entertainment i wouldn't just talk about like real inside you know yeah. game shit like i would be considerate of the other person that was that was the only thing and that was i think more of like a person to person level and I always get confused. Like, I'm like, is he doing that? Because he can't say, like some people I just get, I, sometimes I, when I get pissed off is like when I think that guys are doing it on purpose. Like, I'm like, are you saying that to be like a creepy weirdo? And like, you want me to be like, I think some guys do that to like, in a weird way, like assert dominance or yeah, show their sure. manhood. Like, I can talk about tits because I'm always looking at girls, man. I'm a ladies' man. They yeah. can talk, talk about girls and their asses and all this stuff. And But a lot of girls look at that like, yeah, okay, great. 
Like, yeah. I know every guy does that, but you don't need to, like, talk about it all I, the time. I actually lately have noticed it mostly with dudes that are a little older. And I wonder if it has yeah, something to do with the fact that they can't get women to notice them maybe as much anymore. So they have to almost, like, bombard them with, like, hey, I'm ready for sex, just so you know. And like that could d- be yeah, a manhood yeah, thing. Right. Like, I hey, mean, I'm- that was the exact situation that I was in recently. With it was like older, yeah. older yeah. dudes. Man, I that think- could be. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an old. I also man, just think but- like dudes are less like aware of like. I just think they were also just like tits and tits and tits and tits. And then I was well, yeah. I mean, we do get. There's like scientific fact: men get 10 percent dumber around someone they find attractive. Right. We literally get dumber. You become a bumbling idiot. It's yeah. like 10 percent's a lot. Especially when it happens fast. If everyone got 10% smarter, yeah. everyone would be having way more sex. <laughs> yeah. You'd know yeah, what yeah. to do to get yeah, laid. Perfect. Yeah, Instead of like, I get, you're pretty, tits, bot, and you run. Yeah. I blew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposite is like, that's what I said to you about what you, she said about yeah. your tits. Like, it's, we go to the yeah. zoo, basically, and yeah. it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a right cold. time, right place thing, you know? Yeah. But I wonder if, like, the overt kind of worst versions of it are from men who. I mean, I guess that's easy to like, guys that just can't get girls. So they almost have to be just like louder and more noticeable in any mm-hmm. way. And if they're trying to get sex, they're like, "Well, I should talk about what I want." Sex loudly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. like, I'm gonna sex loud. Like there was a dude at the comedy store last night, and there were, it was crowded, really crowded. So there was like a long line for the restroom. The restrooms are unisex now in the hallway. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that, which is gross and yeah. weird. They always kind of work. Yeah, they were. People were like, "Screw it, I'm going in there." But this yeah, like yeah. weird dude who was kind of he was probably fifty. There were like two women in their twenties in line to get in, and he and he got behind him. He's like, "You guys gonna be fast?" And they were just like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "You know, because." Dudes are fast. We get in there and we just piss real fast. And in I was and like, out, in and out. And I was like, is that even? What is he? What is this happening? Like, stop. Uh. It was just like, stop talking about peeing. <laughs> like, and I was like, this isn't. This isn't like sexual harassment. It's just awful. <laughs> but it was just like a loud dude, and he was also trying to be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just like, hey, can I go first? He was just yeah, like, like, yeah, oh, like, you can take forever. Chicks take a long time to whiz, and you're just like, what? In, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. It's just like I don't. Th- I think dudes get really, and I, I can attest to this. Dudes get really confused around women. Around women, I, like my my solution is to shut down uh-huh. and say nothing because I don't trust my ability to be effective. Yeah, in a situation. Like Nick, that. is that your experience? No, no. I've seen you with girls. You're better. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I don't shut down. You don't. I yeah. I mean, I'll make jokes like that, like the, that whatever dude, but like I know how to make jokes. So <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not going to be like, hey, asshole. Yeah. But every once in a while, some people are like <clears throat> like a little more sensitive and they don't take jokes well. And sometimes they'll be like, Ew, they'll be kind of taken aback. And, I'll go, and you know, you can kind of work your way out like, hey, I was kidding or That's whatever. That's when you take your dick out. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> joke love, about this. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. They love it. Yeah. It's what they want. Well, but, I, yeah, I mean, I know the... I mean, for the most part, I know certain, like, guidelines. There's things you don't say. You know, you don't, like, you shouldn't be, like, touching girls whenever you feel like just because you're, oh, nice hair. And they're like, what are you doing? You're a stranger. Like, you know, some guys cross lines that they don't even think are lines. And you're like, there's a certain amount of respect for just humans in general that you need to have. I think there's, like, the flip side to feminism, which Kevin and I were talking about the other day. Just, like, how there's a lot of mixed messages for dudes, too. And, like, there are, like... Girls want gals. Yeah. <laughs> gals like uh, an assertive fella, and they <laughs> they they want they this want. This podcast was recorded in 1957. 
Thank you. I'm Dolly then, Parton. Look, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to be sitting down on a Saturday waiting to find out if she's going to the sock hop. <laughs> um, girls like, or women, I should say women, um, they want an assertive guy but at the same time when guys you know they want them also to be sensitive and Mm -hmm. they want them to be you know vulnerable and open and you know I feel like a lot of times when I personally have experienced that I get really scared I'm like oh no like what's happening like when I you know I've I've been in relationships where guys have been scared about their jobs and like and I and I think that that is something that I think is hardly addressed, and I think that's something is. Oh hard. yeah, I remember we did talk about that last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. What like, the mixed messages thing? Yeah, that I think guys are hold up, held up to a double standard, but it's never talked about because women had to champion their rights for so long that do yeah. like guys really do have like a lot of stuff coming at them too. I maintain, or this, and I do think this, and I don't know that I'm wrong. I think when women say they want men to be vulnerable, that's not true. I think that's a thing they say, uh-huh. but the fact is, once a woman sees you genuinely weak. That's a wrap. I would disagree. I think, yeah, I think if you have like, I think certain women, if they're like connected with their own, you know, flaw, I think that that's not a general like. I mean, because there are some women that are afraid of that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just say that because they think they need to say it, and then when a guy gets like emotional and vulnerable, they're like, holy shit, I don't know what to do with this. What the hell's going? And then they just yeah. like they're out of there. I just from what I. What I glean from what I hear women say they look for in a man, a lot of it's dependability. Yeah. Someone who could, they, the notion of that, just saying be a man, it's like take care of it. Take care, mm-hmm. like just take care of it, be a man. And right. so the notion that you can fall victim to weakness, I almost think it's like a, it's like, well, okay, it's, I guess it's okay that he's being weak right now, but what if, what if us, what if both of us are weak at the same time? Then we're fucked. Yeah. It's almost like a, who can I depend on type situation if I have, it's, it's almost like, well, if I'm falling apart and you're falling apart. Uh huh. It's like that. So they, well, then, I mean, it's, that's the nature of like a good relationship is to when one person is down here, you know, you lift them up and help them out. And if, you know, if, and I if think that's ultimately just fear. Like, you know, yeah. what if we just both bottom out? We're just terrified yeah. at the exact. It is. Time. No, it is just fear. But it's it's just since men, the thing men kind of cha- or what's championed in men the most is strength. Yeah. And like basically strength and dependability and being tough. Yeah. The notion of like someone wanting you to be genuinely vulnerable. I don't I just I kind of don't buy it. I think that's like a I may have had bad experiences. Yeah. But I personally don't necessarily buy it. I'm also terrible at being vulnerable. So Yeah, I mean that could and not to like make yeah. a joke, but that really could play into it. It's totally. like you're not expressing vulnerability and like whatever is considered weakness well enough so they're like this person's spiraling out of control i can't handle yeah. it and i think yeah, the times true. i have expressed it it wasn't like the way you're supposed to it was probably really it, like in a panic yeah like it was <laughs> like i'm having it was like <laughs> like the times i've done i probably like had a, like a nervous breakdown yeah. as opposed to being like this is what i'm worried about this is right. why it was just like it's over yeah. like, <laughs> she's like and then he moved out of his own house it was yeah. really weird yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just left for four days yeah. <laughs> he just stared in a corner for 20 I, I think mean, like that whole definitely happened macho manhood thing is like a like to byproduct of the way things used to be where it's yeah. like women were considered like this you were like feminine and like well put together and like quiet in public and you were you know cordial and all the stuff and dudes were fucking macho yeah you never cried you never did this and you yeah. were you know but now since like you know the idea of what a woman is is like evolving and changing to what it should be which uh-huh. is like you know a multifaceted like individual single-minded all this stuff 
the guy thing is still sort of like in the shadows where it's like what so what the fuck's a guy supposed to be and now you're confronted with like and you're I, supposed to be vulnerable but strong so there's yeah. like you're saying there's all these mixed messages i also but. think it swung the other direction where guys got kind of guys to a lot of them have turned into kind of super pussies also that's right like yeah, neurotic navel yeah. gazing just like uh, it's like the or bumbling know, idiots yeah bumbling like it, the TV man shows. child yeah yeah the yeah. guy who's like obsessed with video games at 32 and hasn't grown up and like <laughs> still eats like shit and all those things too yeah. whereas yeah. that's being glorified it's being glorified i mean every pilot i've gone out for so far i've yeah. it says little bit of a man child yeah which is like how about not it's being like exploited in the same way that women were where it's a like you're bit, just yeah. the hot idiot who's yeah. on this show just yeah. look good yeah. have your tits out be tan it's and chrissy yeah. snow from three's company there you go yeah, yeah my friend used to say that he hit on women by just like looking at them like kind of like with his mouth open he was like <laughs> hey and i was like that's it he's like it works he's really hot <laughs> so yeah there you go and i was just like no okay. steve howie tried to give me advice on how to hit on girls and it was just like dude i just like go to a bar and just kind of kick it i'm like what are you just talking kind of about? kick it. he's like you just hang, and girls would just come up come up to him yeah he's a giant that's a great memoir yeah. title <laughs> just kick it just kick it um yeah i mean i i i don't know what the right answer is but i think that like just maybe as opposed to like waiting until it's like a full on meltdown like just yeah. little bit by little bit like well, showing that you are like scared about something No but also those day. traits that Nick talked about in men that were considered, you know, uh, uh normal in the past, they're attractive traits and they're not really yeah. hurting men in the same way that what was considered right. to be a woman is actually sort of detrimental to like right. speak when spoken to and know your place. Right. Being masculine and kind of dependable, they're still really they're good traits. And they're good traits in society. So I think like, women are like, yeah. yeah, no no no, stop fucking shitting on us but don't become a total pussy in the process. Yeah, don't be afraid to like say that you like us and you want to like ask us out. And I think that's that's kind of where yeah. a lot of women get kind of like, come on, nut up, dude. I think <laughs> there just needs yeah. to be a, a balance. You can't go too far in one direction where it's like, I'm all man, just macho. I call girls dames and I slap them on the ass when I say hi to them, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you can't be the other way where you're a complete pussy and you can't express an opinion or hit on a girl or take you know, charge, you know, like be assertive when needed because yeah. that, that is attractive. I find that attractive in women where they're like assertive when it's necessary. We're like, wow, you're, you handle this situation. Right. That's, that's really attractive to me. Yeah. We were, and like the idea of like motherhood, I think, you know, that was another thing we were talking about, just like how mothers are, you know, how, you know, I don't know that guys want like a bumbling idiot that's just like, oh, you're going to mother my children and you yeah. can't figure out what to order. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. that's kind of a dumb example. No, we were but. talking about it where I, I, I was recently, I was talking to someone I know and, and they were complaining about like a guy they were dating and how they he's a little older and it's been a little while and he's not proposing, doesn't seem ready to have kids. Yeah. And I want to be like, well, you know, and I hadn't really thought about this, but it was like, I, I think it could also be like, he may not look at you and think like you're ready to have kids. Like, it's not just, like, That's the right. dude being like, I don't know what to do. He may, like, if you're, it's not, a, not every woman's, like, a slam dunk as far as, like, the picture of motherhood. You look at them and you, like, the last woman I was super into was super assertive. And I was like, oh, I could see myself, like, you look like you can handle life. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, like, I, it was the first time I'd met someone I thought I could go on a vacation with. Because I was like, oh, I'd go to this place. We'd figure it out together. You fucking help. Like you're like oh well, why don't we do this like you have ideas totally. and like aren't afraid to like figure it out and take take initiative and do stuff like that whereas I think 
a lot of times maybe guys kind of like like a, a, a like a sweet girl that's like kind of weak and they can feel protective over at the same time they want to as far as like throwing a baby in one of them it's uh-huh. like well i don't want to have you be like terrified all the time and not right. know how to handle the kid in life and be able to contribute or anything like that you know and not right. to keep blaming the media but i really do think that it's like just such an easy i mean i know so many women that like that's their plan b like you know i'm gonna do this career thing and if not like i'm gonna you know i do know that that's like an easy trap to fall into like i'm gonna marry a dude and things are gonna yeah. be taken care of now i will say that like um that's that's like an easy but that's almost like i think we're just basically talking about like we just don't like laziness like you just kind of have to like you know really counteract um those kind of you know traps to fall into i know that like if i was just if i basically just did what my father told me to do it would be like you know just procreate someone will take care of you and right. and everything will be fine just kind of you know, he never said it directly to me. He always treated me like the exception. That's another thing that comes up a lot is like, oh, you're cool. Like, oh, I'm like the big exception amongst like all women that you know. It comes up less now that I'm like older. But like when I grew up a lot, I tried to be like the cool girl. Like, right. and, um, yeah. and bend over backwards. But anyway, like so and that's and that was that's kind of the thing. My dad always treated me like the exception. He's just like, well, you may have a career, but just know that there is always that plan B. And I think that like when you get too uh, reliant upon that, that's when like, you know, if your guy comes to you with like some sort of sort some sort of like vulnerability, that's when you're just like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. Have, like, no, you're my, you're doing yeah. this. You're the foundation. Uh, Are you yeah, falling apart? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And I think yeah. dudes resent that to a certain degree, where it's like, if if I'm getting criticized about like ambition, I'm like, well, you know what I'm not allowed to do is just call it a day and like start making babies. Right. Like the, the men's only option. Yeah. There's no there's no plan B. There's just plan A. Which is be successful, the end. The right. <laughs> like that's, that's right. it. That's your only plan. Be successful. I mean, do you know any job. men that that's not that's not what they're trying to do? We're all trying to do the exact same thing, basically all the time. I have a couple uh, cousins in Texas who aren't trying to do that. <laughs> Lucky bastards like just trying to, to hang out. I just want to fish. Oh man, and drink. <laughs> I mean, why do you think people like attach themselves so hard to the to office space when he's like, I just want to do nothing? We were like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ron Livingston's character. Yeah, totally. Like, I want to sit on my ass and watch Kung Fu and everyone, all the guys like lean forward in the TV were like, what did you say, father? Yeah. <laughs> Are you my hero? <laughs> yeah, like, what? He finally said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so true. That is kind of like, uh, like uh, counteracting a lot of like the expectations that I think people have of like men right now. But like millennials, and I hate to use that term, <laughs> but, <laughs> but okay. it, that's the generation. Woof. Yes. Yeah. That's the generation. They are doing that less and less. They're putting off uh, marriage, uh, careers, and right. all that sort of stuff more and more and more. As we're like generations before, we're like getting settling down and getting married in like their early mid twenties or late twenties. Now it's like people are like, "I got time. I'll figure it out." Because yeah. women are putting off children more and more because they're like, "I want to have a fucking career. I want to live my life. I want to be single. Yeah. I want to figure things out." And so people are becoming adults like later and later. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's, uh, it is, I think that's another area where uh, kind of sexism comes in is there is like this expectation of, and it might just be societal at this point, like not like, 
I know for women, the expectation is like, you want to have it all. You want to have the career. Yeah. You want to have a baby. You mm-hmm. have to be real pretty, real thin. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina Fey has that bit in her book, like her memoir, um, uh, where she's just like, women are expected to have the ass of J-Lo, the arms of Michelle Obama, the lips of Angelina Jolie. Like where, like, you know, it's just like, we're so victim of like all these like images coming at us. Oh, yeah. And like, we do the same thing with like, <laughs> how we want to lead our lives. Like we're like, okay, I want to be the mom. I want to, and then we don't realize that all that stuff comes at a cost. Like that's why women are freaking out at 40. Yeah. And they're like, Oh shit, babies. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's kind of another thing. That's another kind of part of, uh, and I think it kind of comes through with guys too. Like they're, we're just like, we're like, what are we supposed to be going for? Because we see all these different, um, it's just so easy to see other people's lives and like just go, oh, I guess I want that. That looks cool. I guess that looks cool. But for dudes, it is easier. We don't have to make that same choice on like the same timeline. Yeah, Not re- I that's mean, we true. don't. We kind of like the fact that we kind of only do have one option is like easier. We're, there's no other like we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. There's no like biological clock yeah. thing. And like, uh, yeah, for a guy like guys generally like and I even hear women say this where it's like, well, fuck you guys age better. Women don't age as well as guys. Yeah, I wonder if they would if they would if they if they weren't. Constantly well, I mean, with the so with the out. with the yeah. current <laughs> with the current standards, yeah. it's you know guys yeah. will like age. They'll look more distinguished when they're older, but that's right. just like because you know the media has made that a thing where it's right. like yeah, salt and pepper beard. He's drinking a scotch. It's cool to be forty five. <laughs> but you're like, yeah. why isn't it cool to be a forty five year old woman? Yeah, you know, I think Sean Penn's real, real cool ugly. To be a forty five year old really. woman, and I think that's a big thing. Like the most interesting man in the world is like he's exactly like a sixty five year old man. Yeah, he's a sixty. He's an old guy. He's There's no way his dick works. And he's by the not, way, you know, I worked for the dudes who made those spots, and they were like, he can barely speak. Like that dude, <laughs> they have to like prop him up yeah. and like hold up a cue card and. He He's not, it's not good, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah if that yeah. was like a woman in that role, there's no way that she could be the same age. Because people would be right. like, who's that fucking grandma? I went it would to have this to be a 22 year old. I went to this award thing and Harrison Ford presented an award to this, this stylist. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was, a, he, I think he may have ate a, a pound of weed. And because <laughs> right. he was talking so slow and it was, it was, t- but still it was Harrison Ford. So no one was like, what the fuck? But I was like, how right. this is going so slow. Some of the pot, you could hear him breathing. So yeah. he'd be like, <sighs> But still, yeah. half and like every woman in the place was like, "God, like he can get it." Like, like I was like, "Really, this dude? Like, yeah. he yeah, he could have it. I don't know what he can do with it at this point." Right, right. Were the women of different ages? Every yeah, every, every woman, woman in the place was just yeah. like, "Yeah, him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were. I mean, I I don't know if I don't know how much of it's like biologically sound that like men are. I mean, I guess it just kind of turns off for. I don't. Is know. it that they're more? Is it that older dudes just look more dependable? I asked. I actually asked my therapist this once, and she was like, "I always liked older dudes because I feel like they weren't going to fuck with me as much." Yeah, that's yeah. true. Whereas like they're young guys as... were going to fuck with me. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, a... you can make the same argument for women that like. And I think this, it's like when I look at a woman in her 30s, I go like, that's a safer bet because she's figured things out that a 22 year old that's like, what? You know, like she hasn't, she's going to be annoying. She's going to be an idiot. There's going to be the same thing with a 21 year old -old male scary across the board. Yeah, just all 22 year olds are literally morons. They are terrifying. (laughs) But I will, I will say this. I think it's a toss up between dumber or angrier. What do you mean? Women in their, I find women in their 30s pretty mad. 
I mean, yeah, some. Because of the what they've been through by that, they're kind of pissed by that point. They're like, fucking goddamn it. I don't know. Most guys I know are pretty filled. There's always like an underlying rage to... Yeah, there's you a lot of TV, though. That's true. If you're a, a, if you're a guy... I think the women you're talking about sometimes are these single women who haven't like I haven't found a dude yet or someone right, you know, right. like whatever. The same there's it's the same thing with a lot of guys in their thirties who are single and not doing well with women. They're pretty angry too. Yeah. I mean, you just find like if you haven't figured things out in your early to mid thirties, male or female, you're kind of pissed about I? it. You know me really well. How angry am I? I think there is a. a no. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you're really, you're really. By the way, you're very gently moving towards this. I want to say <laughs> I am going to listen. Yeah. Okay, Kevin's face is red. Look, now. you can take whatever you know. You did say the other day you're oh, going to start keeping a book of oh, all that. the people that offend you. No, no, no. I someone said something there that they, 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 it was their dad or something. They were like he kept a small notebook and wrote down th- everything people did wrong. It was just called like, and I was like, that sounds so fun. Just a small booklet called Things People Did Wrong. I thought book. that was called Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean that is kind of what I. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's so appealing. Just yeah. Things someone did. You just you just write down. You're like this asshole parked far too into the red today. Like just a that's small like note. one step away from a hit list. <laughs> yeah. that's right. that's right. I will murder this uh, person. I was yeah. with a bunch of. Um, women, not gals. Uh, uh, on, and we were talking about like the just kind of the slight, the slights that we've like experienced. The two women were. Um, you were all knitting during this, right? We were all on our looms. Okay. <laughs> great, great basket of muffins, you guys. <laughs> We're just baking and sewing, baking and sewing, <laughs> and um, and we were, and then this one girl who was a little drunk, she just, she's like, "Let's start a slam book." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she's just like, "Of all the dickhead producers," and I don't know what it's like to be an actress, and like, you know, she's not in her twenties yeah. anymore, and I think that there, there was some like palpable like rage there where I was just like. That sucks. Like, and I just felt it for. for I know an actress who got an email from a producer that was like, "You're going to be in a bunch of bikinis, so get that ass right." (laughs) Oh my god! She was going to be the lead of the show. She was the lead of the show, and he was like, "We're going to put you in some bathing suits, so make sure that ass is right." By the way, I was thinking about this. I was like, "What movie star have I not seen naked?" Like, I mean, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, I feel like they do these quote unquote daring roles. Yeah, and they just get naked. (laughs) <laughs> that's like yeah. it's it's almost like they it all i mean it's so easy to make it feel like a conspiracy where like no no if you, like you want to win an academy award all right get get your tits out like it's just like yeah. weird like you want it to be a daring role for guys it's like play a historic person for women you gotta like if you're halle berry it's like a legitimate yeah. rape scene right but it's like yeah. they're so quick to or get fat and ugly yeah, there's yeah. Or, it's or like, yeah, that's... go count against type. Yeah. By yeah, the way, yeah. we are talking like, about well, how during daring. the Academy Awards. So it's yeah. like we can... Yeah, like it's that's a part of like being credible is like, no, show the whole world your naked body. Right. Because yeah. that's a part of that's like it's really not a part of like male performer skill set in the same way. There are some. Like, you know, like early Brad Pitt, it was like take off your shirt. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, he could get Leonardo DiCaprio's fat as hell right now. Right. He is still for like a role or so, yeah, he's like got, doing some role where he's gonna like has a you know I don't know, Guys but he's like it's, it's allowed to do, he, they're much more allowed to do that. Yeah, if Imagine Laura Flynn the- Boyle gains seventy five pounds, like or you know, or if any well, actress Naomi Watts, if all of a sudden they were like legitimately heavier, mm-hmm. they just wouldn't work anymore. 
Yeah. It wouldn't be like, ah, well, she'll do some different stuff. Like, no, no, no. They would stop getting hired. It would be over. Yeah. It's yeah. over. And they're super skilled actors. Like, Naomi Watts is incredible. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's it was back to that Taylor Swift thing. I saw the article was like in Cosmo, and they were like, Taylor Swift, they literally said they were like, like never ceases like to be perfect or they said something about per perfection i was like a this is like in cosmo and b this is like this is like i think that's the thing that we're all fighting against is like these ideas of like what a perfect woman's supposed to look like yeah and all taylor swift was saying i'm not saying anything against taylor swift it was more just like the way it was delivered the information was delivered they were just like this is this ideal woman and she's um and look and she's even gracious and she's (laughs) humble and she's real hot like and i mean she just like i think that was the underlying so it's just like so confusing i think to women right now like that well it 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 almost like skips a step where you're like okay she's all these things and that's great she doesn't get to you don't know her name if she's not hot yeah. So like the only exactly. way they let her into the, the only way you're you're let in especially okay media wise. Now I don't know anything about business, but in like show business, the only way as a female you're let in to show your skill set is by being incredibly hot. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's why people like you know Adele and stuff are considered novelties. The where it's exceptions. like, well, how did she make it? That's interesting. That's yeah. Like, well, she did it because she, she's fucking talented. Like, she writes her own songs. You're like, oh, okay. So yeah. I guess we'll let her in. Melissa yeah. McCarthy, like, oh, is she? Yeah. And I think people keep talking about Patricia Arquette because she gained weight. I mean, I'm just like the weight thing is just like I yeah. think something that people always like kind of focus on. And I think you know uh, Patricia Arquette gained all, like she gained weight, and then she was just talking about it. She's like, I don't care. Like I'm, just, I'm gonna do whatever. I'm gonna eat whatever. Like yeah. and deal just, with it. Yeah, and she was really cool about. It. I mean, like, and she had this role for twelve years on that movie Boyhood, and like she kind of, and she, uh, I, I don't know. I just was wondering. I was like, would she have been given that opportunity to be in an Oscar award winning film if she didn't start out like young and hot and like you know? It's, right. it's, she not It would have been hard for her to get in the business in general without yeah. being young and hot. Yeah. 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 And I think, I mean, I don't know. I think perfectionism and just like the confusion of like what we're supposed to like look like is, I think that if there is anything that's still like lingering about like, you know, I mean, maybe like, you know, abortion still like a thing. But like, I think that's really the one thing that I think women have to like kind of fight against. Well, they said they Cause it, yeah, it came from a place where men were like, we want women to look like this. Yeah. Well, the people picking who gets to be in movies are still all dudes. Yeah, the guys at the I mean, very, very top are still. There's like eleven dudes, and it's all old white guys. Yeah, that's right. And they're just like, I like the ass on that one. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, it's right. still part of that because they they know. First of all, it's a commodity. They're in the business of making tons of money. They know you put Angelina Jolie yeah. on a billboard, people are gonna go see the movie because she's stunning looking. So part of it is like a business decision. Like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm being a pig, but guess what I like? Hundreds of millions of dollars. So much money. And I have yeah. shareholders and I have a board and they're going to ask me how much money I made. So right. I'm, I need to tell them I made a ton. Yeah, right. it's like a large scale version of that billboard with the tits. Yeah, I don't give a yeah. shit how I get the money. Here's how I'm getting it. You know what I mean? But yeah, and but right. then you get these like outliers where you'll champion someone like Kathy Bates, but it happens so infrequently. Yeah. They're like, well, see, it's like Melissa McCarthy had to go on SNL and be better than the whole cast. Right, right. Yeah. For, for, to let, to, for them to let her be a comedy star. Yeah. She looked like she'd been on the show for 15 years. And they're like, oh, she's funny. It's like, <laughs> dummy, no shit. Yeah. She, she had been like the fifth supporting character on like a couple sitcoms that was always hilarious. And, you know, TV in general was like, no, 
Yeah. No. Yeah, they're like, no, nah, we'll go with Olivia Munn or Rashida Jones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone who's pretty and like, nah. yes. Yeah, they're like, kind of fine, funny. but like, are they, they're not, if you want to talk like actual, like, nuts Hilarious. and bolts funny, yeah. they're not in the same fucking universe. Right. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yeah. You could give Melissa McCarthy no material and go go be hilarious for an hour and she'd nail it. She'd it's funny because it. with with men in comedy, it's always been like, oh, the ugly, weird looking dudes are the funny ones. The, ha- the But somehow with women, it's like, no, you have to be smoking hot. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, why doesn't the same standard apply? Right. That's never made sense to me. Yeah, well, I think that's it's just like a business decision. Well, I also think yeah. dudes who, you know, the kind of people that run the industry, people, I think, love to hire themselves. Right. And they love to it's it's like an egotistical notion where they like to hire someone who's themselves ish so it reinforces their own worth and value. They're like, that guy reminds me if I you know, if I went to the gym a lot and if I'd uh, stuck to my guns as an actor, I'd be like this guy. Well no, they're hiring like the I the ideal. I know version. so many women that hate Jonah Hill just by principle because they're like they right. would not and I actually think Jonah Hill's like an amazing actor, he's but hilarious. he's so good. But it, I just I think just like on principle, they're just like, God damn it's just Who's not it, Gene Garofalo was like he's like John Goodman had to lose weight to play Babe Ruth. Fuck yourself. Like she was like, Are you serious? And you're gonna give me a hard time by my looks? Like, are you serious? And John Goodman is a an shockingly good actor. But still, when you're allowed to, your the standards of just looks. I mean, I don't. Do you feel like? When I moved to LA, I, that's one thing I was I was kind of appreciative of because uh, because I li- moved from, uh, to LA from New York, and New York you just see like I mean I saw a lot like it really was my experience where I saw a lot of like really attractive women with really short guys. I'm very tall. I'm six feet tall. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And um, and like just really attractive women with these like short slubby guys that worked on Wall Street. And I was just like this is just not fair. And women are literally out like they outnumber men. I can't remember the exact statistic. But when I came to L.A. I was just like oh these guys like have cool beards. <laughs> they were like yeah. interesting. Like they took care of themselves a little more. So it just I just. I, I mean, I don't know what the right answer is, but it just felt like, um, and I don't know, I just, I felt like, I feel like men definitely have a certain level of like scrutiny to their looks, ob- like when they go into media, but I like, I just, Dude, like not really. Not- I mean, you're, allow- and you're, you're much more allowed to transcend those categories as a dude. Well, yeah, once you once yeah, you start so. out as a hot guy, don't you? Aren't you expected to stay? No, nah, Jack Nicholson looks like shit. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, but he got way older. He's still he's still like old. this pride, and he's still like, look at that Lothario. Like, uh, excuse me, that's right. Yeah, because he's got guy shaped like a McNugget. He's got that most interesting man in the world thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, just yeah. it's just that kind of like if he still like, get that one eyebrow and be like, ladies, yeah. and it, whereas like. If Basically, that, if, all the guys that introduce stuff on the SNL Forty show. <laughs> like, like yeah. if he got out of like a f- like a like a vintage like sixty eight Porsche, yeah. like smoking a cigar at his age now, you'd be like, dude, what a man! Yeah, look at that. But guy. if a woman did the same thing, you'd be like, where'd that grandma get that car? You're like, you're like, like she's hilarious. Like everyone, like yeah. I love a crazy granny. What a yeah. joke! Brand jacket is like everyone can suck it. Like they love it. Like yeah. you know, we love like Cloris Leachman being hilarious or Betty White Betty being foul mouthed, but no yeah. one wants to fuck them. Right. There was right. some New Yorker article recently about Joan Rivers, how she just kind of like 
you know, how she would just talk about her aging vagina and mm-hmm. just talk about like her, you know, just talk about these things. But it was still almost like through a male lens. Like, aren't I disgusting? Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. kind of why she, I mean, I think she was hilarious, like in her own right. But there was this certain like level of like, she played by the guy's rules and that's why she got ahead. Yeah. Well, there is something to the, I mean, here's what I noticed is that no group in power is going to give it up. No matter how much you tell them they're wrong. You basically have to take it from them or make it so hard on them to continue doing business, they just concede. But they're not going to be like, you know what? You're right. Here is everything you're asking for. They're just like, no, 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 no. Fuck that. Here's the key. I will give you these tiny things because you're making a lot of noise about it. Well, the people in power just change the rules in order to stay there. So they go like, you know, here's what we want to keep. So here are the new rules so you can't change it if you wanted to. Yeah. But I mean, you, you know... I, there's been a certainly a markedly a increased dis- amount of discussion in reference to feminism in the last f- at least five years, maybe more decade. Yeah, and so the rules, I guess, the rules are changing. Like I yeah. d- okay, I just did a thing. I, n- I you know I never do this kind of stuff, but I went to this award show and I had to do like a not I had to walk around a press line, mm-hmm. and a lady was like, "Oh, we do this thing for Elle magazine where we ask men the kind of questions women get asked." Oh, okay. it wasn't super. They didn't ask me anything. They were like, "What did you do to get ready?" Like it was like, stuff like that. Did you wax? What are you wearing? Like, like did what? you eat today? Like they asked me stuff like that. Oh, kind really? of. What are you wearing? What did you do to get ready? What you know? Did you eat? Did you eat anything? Like stuff like that. How'd yeah. you? I went to Fat Burger, oh, okay. and they thought that was like hilarious. They were like, "Ha ha, that's the thing a woman would never say." Like it was right. like, <laughs> I guess that was something or whatever. And they were like, "What did you do to get ready?" I was like, "I took a shower and I put my clothes on." Yeah. yeah. And I guess you know that is there is a huge difference where it's like. Right now, you know, or you know, the, yeah. How the many ca- women starve themselves tonight? For yeah, the Academy, Academy Awards yeah. was on Sunday, and you know, I guarantee you, someone had a joke. They're like, just so you know, the people going. It was they tweeted the joke at 10 a.m. They're like, people going got up two hours ago and have been in makeup ever since. Yeah, That's right. like it starts. So early. you know, and and if you think there's eating, there's not. No, there just isn't. Like. They all like the gorge. <laughs> they have to like these dresses have to fit flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. They're it's all, all like, makeup and I'll have facials, a little coconut and, yeah. water, and you know, yeah, it's that a cigarette. And yeah. that's just a thing that it's such a mixed message. Yeah, it's such a mixed message that you're kind of you're, you're on the one hand celebrating the skill of these performers, but what they wore is as much of a story and how they looked in it. And it's weird because I feel like we almost were like like I I. I think that society, I mean, like, we, society reacts against the previous, like, when my mom, my mom was a feminist, and she was just, she came up, like, with the, you know, I don't know how, exactly how she was, like, when she was, like, in the 60s and 70s, but, I mean, she, I think she didn't, like, you know, more of the, you know, bra-burning kind of, you know, uh, they had to be pretty drastic, and they were, like... It was a protest generation. They actually, like, took it to the streets. They took it to the streets to change, like, public policy. Yeah. And I think that when I grew up with that, and I was just like, what's the problem? Because I had it so good. Like, I was able to, you know, I was able to basically do whatever. There was, like, you know... My mom always talks about um, babies, like uh, not babysitting, or uh, uh, daycare. She's just like daycare, like wasn't a thing back in the day because women didn't like work. They were, you know, and just little things like that that I take for granted. And yeah. that I think that when, um, and I kind of reacted against it. And I just, like I said, I wanted to be like cool. I wanted to be around guys. I want to. 
I was just like, you know, a teenage girl and wanted guys to like me. So I- <laughs> it's interesting the way progress can almost like de-radicalize the next generation. They're like, what? Yeah. What are you guys so pissed about? Because nobody like, you wants fuckers. to be like their parents. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that like a lot of this stuff, the radical, like just the radicalism, if that's a word, like of the 60s and 70s, a lot of our generation just kind of became indifferent. It was just like, what's your problem again? Like, why are you like, oh, just calm down. Yeah, things are fine. Like, things it's are like, great. Oh, but they can still need to get better. Saved by the bell. And, Relax, uh, Ani DeFranco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's like a product. I think probably every like, generation in their teenage years are like i don't give a fuck about what needs to happen and like the rules my parents want me to follow and change but then when you're an adult like you're an adult now and you are like thinking along those same lines where yeah you know you're not like i don't give a fuck you're like no i do i care like i want women and women's rights and the way they're treated and viewed to continue to move forward and i think that like it just took us, I think that's why re- recently that we're kind of like on the other side of that, like where I think we're like, we reacted by not doing anything and we were like indifferent to a lot of stuff that I think that yeah. there is this like kind of recent surge of like feminism and different things. What'll like, seem like things are going okay and then they'll be like, you know, there's less women in Congress now than there's ever been. You're like, wait, what? Really? Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, yeah you're right. like, yeah, yeah, they've gotten rid of them. And you're like, oh, oh, right. I see. Well, I think what what confuses so much of it is the fact that outside of all these like intellectual issues men and women still want to like make out <laughs> and and the totally. things the things you ignore when you like each other are fucking huge like when you find when two people find each other attractive lots of that stuff just goes out the window lots of because yeah. you think they're cute so you just like ignore all kinds of shit so like your behavior is getting judged in such a different way right. it's the sex part that really the sex part is making the dudes dumber, and it's just confusing the whole That's, situation. It's the fog of war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. The it war is. for pussy. Yeah. It's the fog of war. It really is. Love is the fog of war. Yeah. It just gets in there, and you're like, I don't know what's right or what's wrong. Nope. We just got to get to the end. I don't know how yeah. we're going to do it. <laughs> I gotta Why go. do you think guys during sex are like, you like it? You like it? Because they're like, please, if it's wrong, tell me to stop. Yeah. this is fucking where it's the fault you're exactly right that is a perfect way to put it that's the other thing i think a lot of things in like recently i think just like that people are getting back to like oh yeah we're just like gross animals yeah like we're gonna go on the paleo diet we're gonna work out a lot and get back to like just everyone's choking the shit out of each other and they're just mock beatings while you bone (laughs) what do you think of the remember that cat calling video in new york Oh, oh Did yeah. Did you see that? that? Where the yeah. girl was walking around for nine hours and it was just like a million and a half dudes going, yo, what, smile more. What's up, baby? Get over here. To be hey. fair, I was taken out of context in that video. Who? Oh, you, oh, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because there were no white guys. That was a thing, right? Yeah, that oh, was yeah. a weird thing, yeah. Yeah. But you wonder if white, that was edited okay. that way? Or? Uh, no, no. I actually talked to someone about it. It's like, white guys don't yell. A gr- it's, not a, it's not a white. We don't. We creep. Like, we silently follow you. We don't yell. I think it goes back to that thing. Like, why? I mean, like, a lot of the guys that I know who are white, they've like, okay, we're not going to offend you. Like, yeah. and we're going to, like, not. We and, yell at you on the internet. I got to say, right. I went to Italy. I got cat called like crazy. And I was like, hi, guys. <laughs> France is apparently like that. Yeah. It's like it's dudes just, are just, you know, they'll just go up to girls and be like, eh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I think that's so right. Like, just, like, don't forget that, like, we're just, like yeah sex is something and it's gonna like and just to confront like not be scared to what degree for you personally is like too much if you're walking down the street and and some guy goes 
I mean, obviously, like, whistling at you is like, whoa, what the, you know, that's crazy. Right. Like, but, I mean, if a guy goes, like, and you're not, to say you're not smiling, you're walking down the street, and a guy right. goes. Why is whistling crazy? It's not words. It's a noise. Well, if you're. If you were like whistling at a girl, okay. Like in she my was head, whistling, whistling is way better. First of all, you whistle at a dog and at a girl in a completely different way. But <laughs> whistling is way better than like nice ass. Well, the, it's it funny. implies I think, the same thing. Comes- you're saying you're pretty with a sound, <laughs> but now it's a little like. It is like a you're right. Okay, now that I think about it, it is like a hey, come Historic. here. Yeah, it's like the old construction where like you know. Yeah. Where you're like. It seems I'm, so I'm just quaint. a sound effect to you. I almost think like because what you well, hear in the cat calling videos or those kind of things is so much worse. Where they're like, "I want to fuck your face," I can't, like whistling. They say that during no, the video? No, no, no. But I mean, the way guys no. will yell at stuff at women, like they'll say terrifying, you know, that that fucker right in the pussy stuff that you hear <laughs> you see online. That's so for, no, for that like, guy. That guy crashed a newscast and just said something. Insane. Well, now now it's not just him. Now it's become a thing you try to do on live newscasts. Yeah. If, anytime yeah. it's live, some guy in the crowd's like, "Oh no, it's my turn to yell, fucker, right in the pussy." Yeah. See, I think that's another thing. I think that we got the that we also got so politically correct that now we're all saying like the thing with like the rape jokes and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a pressure release and people just wanted to like laugh about that stuff because we got so serious about it's become the naughty mischievous thing to do. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just like what I mean, I think that's funny and shocking, like when people yeah. said that and then people got mad about it and people are just like gonna continue yeah. you know. And I just think that like it's just like what I think it's just all subjective, like what feels okay. Maybe the guy who whistles is like you're fine with that. Maybe the another the next think, girl thinks yeah. it's offi- offensive. I don't know. I think know. there's just a way to do it. And the guys in the street, you know, that are like, Hey baby, come here, you're like all right, most girls are going to be like, that's not going to work. Right. But then sometimes... What's the efficacy rate for that shit? I know, probably <laughs> in the 30s, 30 yeah. percentile. 30s? Are you crazy? A little high. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that shit work in bars where it's like, hey, boo, you know, things like that, or hey, yeah. you, what are you doing? I, and then I Smile, think it, why aren't you smiling? And then they go like, well, I don't know. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, they're talking... 10 minutes later she's forgotten about that weird opening line and then they're getting along it's just like sometimes guys just come up with a fucking uh, some way to get in to a conversation and it's not always like the most respectful if you view it in that context where it's like look at this clip of a guy going hey you come here it's like well that's not a respectful way to get a girl's attention but right then the rest of the conversation could be super respectful and he's asking her about what she does and making jokes and complimenting yeah. her and everything's great but it's like for you personally, I'm asking. Personally, where's I don't, the line? What I don't, is? I don't think it's a problem. I mean, I think girls. I mean, like I'm a B cup. Like it's not like, but I think girls have an ability to show their body in a certain way that's mm-hmm. suggestive to, like, I just feel like guys just are trying to like assert themselves and and just say hey, like, and think. I mean, I think as a question of taste like i mean if a guy whistled at me on the street i would i wouldn't be like this seems safe hi (laughs) right right let's engage um (laughs) yeah you know a guy just today he looked like um the guy from blues traveler the john popper john popper and he was like hey gorgeous and i was like okay (laughs) i just walked the other i mean if a if a if some like you know really attractive guy said that i don't know actually i don't i i would be like that's so cheesy like what are you doing like, it's, it's the, just like a weird concept the thing about i don't know that i can like make a hard and fast line the like, thing about 
the way women dress, I think it. I think it's important to make the distinction that I don't think you're wor- we're worried so much about them being suggestive towards regular men. It's basically idiots. It's kind of like dumber dudes that have a tendency to overreact to like a visual stimulation or use that as a yeah a hit online i don't know i don't none of like the i mean you can just tell by how much you and i make fun of it like our friends don't do that really they don't see like a woman dressed in i guess a manner you could call sexy and and like like well she wants to be yelled at let's do this like that's not a way they react it's kind of the way fucking dummies react right so in a weird way you're kind of telling women like well don't dress a certain way because there's Sci- there's just kind of shitty people out there. I yeah, think which you're is, right. I kind yeah. of retract that comment just because I do feel like people take advantage of that. And my mom, like, she, like I said, she was a big feminist, and she was like pretty. She was like you know pretty hot, and yeah. she dressed like she, my mom's always buying me push up bras. And I don't think there's anything like she, I don't think she's taking the movement back by doing that. She's just always like you know like dress sexier because I've always just been like I have to dress like a tomboy because I don't want to be subjected to that stuff. Right. You know? Which yeah that I mean that seems like it would be the next wave in like in feminism and women's equality where, where it's like you can dress like that and not have to worry that dudes are going to be like nice tits or nice ass or nice yes. legs or whatever it is you're wearing that is yeah. showing body parts because you should be able to just walk around wearing whatever you want and whatever t- kind of body you have. You right. don't need to be thin right. and doing that. You could be like curvy and wearing like, you know, a short skirt and dudes aren't going to be like, ew, what are you doing? Yeah. Or hey, nice legs. It's just you. You're just walking by, and I think and as no a dude, paying. literally the only appropriate thing to say is, "You look nice." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you look nice today. Like if you're, but if, even then, you could argue some girls like, "I just want to walk down the street with a skirt and not have dudes hit on me." Because even that's like, if it's a stranger going, "Hey, you look nice." When I turn, depending 13, on the tone, the inflection, yeah, that could be. I mean, if you're like, you look nice. That's exactly. not well. Good. Yeah, it was like well, how he said, "Hey, gorgeous." Yeah, or, like I, ooh, it was just nice. I was like, there is something sinister. Yeah. So, like in how you're yeah. saying that, but it was also my thing. I was like, he kind of he's just like a big weird hippie dude that's like kind of saying something crazy. Like I mean, there was a lot going on. Yeah. I know when I turned thirteen, <laughs> it, was a lot. it was a lot of thought life. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, when I turned 13, I was just, I remember I was really awkward growing up and I had like legitimately like a unibrow and I had a lot of orthodontic equipment <laughs> and then were you tall when you were young too? Yeah, or did I, I come was later? huge and grew disproportionately. Like my, you know, my, uh, arms got long and then my legs got long. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it yeah. was just weird. And, um, and then my mom tweezed my unibrow and then I got my braces off and then I remember getting like male attention and I was just like, ah, like, and, yeah. I, and I was just like, cover yourself. <laughs> like right. That was my reaction. And I don't know if that was like a product of the way I was raised, but it is something that, you know, you do want to feel comfortable when you walk down the street, but you also want to be, I, I just think that. You just have to be considerate when you're talking to somebody and that it, you have to like, it has to be contextual. It just seems like as a woman, you're forced to think about sex against your will a lot. Yes. When you're not in a mental bringing space. bringing it up yeah. in weird ways. I was, just, I, I was just talking to a woman who has humongous boobs. Yeah. Like, Where is she right uh, now? Yeah. <laughs> Where, and, and I was just like, you're, because, and she was like, yeah, I, I am forced to think about sex yeah. against my will 
anytime I leave the house. Yes. Just because of the way men react to her particular body. Related, she's our next guest. It turns out. <laughs> I don't know. If She'd be a great guest. <laughs> but like, and as a dude, the only time I've ever experienced, I had a boss once who was gay. This dude. Yeah. Oh, and all good. he ever talked about was fucking dudes. Right. Like it's all that ever came out of his mouth. He was just all like, "Oh my god, I want to suck a dick right now. Right. I want to let's hurry up and get done because I'm going home. A guy's gonna fuck me. Like, right. are you sure you're straight? Like stuff like right. that. Yeah, yeah. He right. was like, "You seem like the straightest guy ever." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty straight." And he was like, "You sure you don't want like a suck a dick?" Like it was like that all the time. And I remember being like, <laughs> "I was like, huh, I don't like this." <laughs> like I was like, oh, "I'm kind of not into this." And uh, but you know, and I was like, "Oh, this is like my tiniest, tiniest experience of what it must be like to be." An, a woman that to empathize with yeah, just like walking around every day. Yeah, everywhere. a woman all the time. Where guys are like, Aah! and you're like, ah. I was actually just trying to focus on these numbers for the fourth quarter, but now I remember that you want to be inside my body right now. Right, right that's right. kind of what, and that's the weird message. I mean, I, I guess that's what guys are thinking about all the time, and I and I think that seems like predatory and weird at times. But at the I don't know. Yeah, it is. I think it's just like a the weird. That's the thing. I just think trying to remember that, like, okay, like, I'm, there's, there's another side to it. And, like, that, like, even though they have that desire, that doesn't mean they don't want to know you as, like, a person. Right. They might be thinking about that Mm 24-7, or, like, maybe not 24, like, 27, like, Uh 20-7, like, um, that it's. I don't know, like that it's not, um, that's not all that's like there to them. And I think it's a hard thing for like to be okay with. I'm, I remember I saw like weird porn on my ex-boyfriend's computer and I was just like, I guess I'm okay with him looking at, he was really into older women with weirdly large boobs, like Mm. really weirdly large boobs. And it took me a second to accept it. I was like, I don't know. Like like I said, I I think people should be able to do whatever they want to do. But I like I just was like I guess he like at sometimes he just needs to get it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I kind of got okay with it. I don't know. I I, I don't know if that's backwards of me. In a weird way, I, it kind of makes. And when you think of, I'm thinking about it in like a work setting. That it's just like it, it makes sex like not off limits, but more like, like it's almost like a more puritanical situation where it's like, look, don't fucking talk about sex at work, which seems really easy. Like yeah. now that I think about it more, it's an unbelievably easy rule to follow. Like when I'm at work and I, by the way, I work on a show called Masters of Sex. Like <laughs> I fucking it's just like don't I just, I just don't make sex jokes at work. Don't yeah. make sex references. If someone's taking it there, don't like don't like, you know, be a part of it. Or I just don't, like, I don't help. I'm not, like, going to help you all up. Like, you can go over there and hang yourself with that joke line you're going down. Right. But I'm not going to contribute to this situation. It seems, re- it's really easy. It's just, like, we're at work. It's almost right. like, hey, you wouldn't tell, you wouldn't be cool with someone, like, having a couple drinks. Like, yeah, I'm just going to have a, a few whiskeys before I go. And, like, no, you can't. You can't <laughs> do that. hit this pipe. Or, like, smoking pot. It's the same thing. It makes people act a little dumber. Right. So, in the weird way, it seems super obvious. Like, no, why are you talking about that right now? Yeah. We're fucking working. That's the thing, I think, too, is just like Western civilization is weirdly puritanical, but there is also like some saving grace to that, that we have compartmentalized. Like, we were, we're so dominant. So, clearly, there was something to being a fr- <laughs> Not that it was the right way to feel. We were clearly too repressed, but there was something to like, no. Keep this out of your minds while you're trying to be a useful part of society. Right. It's like some after work shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, outside of the work thing, I think that's like pretty, I mean, the average person. 
person can understand like yeah don't don't do that like because the, there are rules for like discussing sex at work and sexual harassment yeah. and that kind of shit i'm talking about the way feminism is moving like on like a personal level with like relationships and just like in society outside of the workplace like things like cat calling and slut shaming and like all those newer kind of things because the sexual harassment thing has been around ever since i mean i was even like yeah. a child they were even yeah. in school but you never whatchamacallit uh anita hill was one of the first things yeah. i remember mm-hmm. being like i, I got kicked like, out oh. of class once for saying something oh did you yeah, yeah well she thought i said something i said there was a hot glue gun in my art class, mm-hmm. and they had the things that you put in the glue gun. There were just these cylinders, and I said, those look like gummy fetus. <laughs> like gummy worms, like if gummy worms had a fetus. And she yeah. thought I said gummy penis and kicked me out of class. Right. And I had oh, to go really? to the principal's office, and I was like, I said gummy fetus. Yeah. She thinks I said penis. I didn't. Yeah. And also, I'm dro- and I just dropped the art class the next day. <laughs> I was like, this is a lady sucks. <laughs> yeah. And she felt really bad. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so like the stuff like that has been around since we've yeah. we were younger. But I, I'm talking about the, the the newer things that are going these newer like movements within the movement that are confusing to people now. Because right. you could tell anyone about sexual harassment, they're like, yeah, I've been to a million seminars. They had that shit in school when I was in elementary, middle school. I, yeah. I get it. I know what it is. Some people still don't understand it, like the guy that your example at work, and you know. Um, yeah. But these newer things, like when you go. I've t- I've heard people in conversation like at comedy clubs or just like in group settings right. discuss these cat call videos and and a lot of them are like I don't get what the problem is right. like they have no concept and for me I'm like I get where that could be but where is where is the line or like how do you, how are you supposed to it's making a lot of guys I think self-conscious and this is coming from a place of ignorance obviously because this is a new thing and i don't have a lot of experience in getting yelled at by girls for saying the wrong thing because right. i'm not always out there like doing that kind of stuff you know <laughs> and it's like i, I you usually, try to do it as much as possible not, but you're working a lot you don't have as much time no, no i'm like i we're usually not podcasting nick yusuf could be seen on the corner right, Franklin yeah. or you know at bars but i'm usually like if i meet a girl or whatever it's like usually like at a show or it's through friends and it's in a group setting so you're not yeah. having to do that like just go up and like sort of whatever cat call and however that's defined now right but so coming from like a place of ignorance it's like what does it mean to cat call and what is like good and what is bad i don't know i feel like you guys know like don't you know like i mean i feel like i mean i don't feel you would never cat call a girl would you no 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 i would yeah. never be you know in the in the classic old school construction worker sense of the way right, right. of course not yeah. but like now there is apparently like a new bad way to catcall a girl where like if you see a girl sitting there walking down the street and she's not smiling and you go like, oh, you're so pretty. Why don't you smile? Apparently that's now a super offensive thing. I don't know. To say to a woman. No, see, yeah. I, I, I get that one because I actually when that when that first a woman made a shirt that was like, I don't know, you a smile. It's that like basically a man can tell you how to behave like, hey, I've decided because you're pretty, you should be happier. And it's like, huh? Like what, right. man? I don't owe you. I was smiling anything. once, and a guy was like, "You got a pretty smile," and I was That's like, "That's different, though." It, yeah, that was different. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Men like, don't understand. Well, I think men take for granted. They're like, "I wish someone would tell me I was attractive," because it never happened. <laughs> they're like, "Wow, I'm telling you." It's like it'd be so great if someone told me I was pretty all the time. It's like not if it happened all the time from people you didn't want. But like you just saying that right there, where you're like a girl being told that. 
is thinking like, oh, I don't want men telling me what to do. That to me seems like a pretty extreme response to a guy just trying to come up with a way to say something nice, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, because he, generally speaking, he might be like, all right, that's probably an acceptable thing compared to all the things like my uncles and, you know, my father and all the older generation would say, which is like, hey, toots, nice ass or something really offensive, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. So saying something like nice smile, maybe in his head, like that really beats saying something like nice tits. Well, nice smile is one thing, but hey, you should smile more is different because you're not saying... Same thing, same thing. If you said to me, if, if, if I think if a man said to a woman... How about a smile? He's at, he's giving her the choice where that guy's saying you should smile more. It's different. It's like saying And I think that's overall speaking to like that women need to be you know that we have to be, you know, these high functioning like we need to produce a lot. We need to look good doing it. It all has to seem effortless. Yeah. And per, and like and when I I'm in a bad mood, like God forbid, I'm you know like you know acting bitchy and irrational. It's just that you. It's someone else telling you how you should behave. But I think you're. It's like it sounds like right now we're just we're literally like picking at a few different I, words. I totally. Where I, it's like I think it's a little hypersensitive. But yeah. I, the, you're, so okay. look at nice smile. You have uh, okay. You have a pretty smile. Uh, why aren't you? Why don't you smile more? And you're pretty. You should smile. All of three of those things are the underlying message. Is a guy is just trying to tell you you're pretty, and he's trying to find a way to do it. And like you, you said earlier, when guys are attracted to a girl, they get ten percent dumber, which right. is not an excuse to say awful shit. But <laughs> so the the message. I think like generally from a guy who's like a well-intentioned guy is like, I'm just trying to tell a girl she's pretty. So if she's already smiling, there's your line. You have a pretty smile. But if she's a pretty girl and she's not smiling, you can go, oh, you can, instead of saying like, hey, you're really pretty, you can go like, oh, why don't you smile more? Are you in a bad mood? You're, why don't you smile? You're pretty. I, I, I know it sounds like it's really nitpicky. There's like no way. It's like, how are you telling her what to do as a female? I just also think we're all speaking out of our own. Like, I don't think either of you would say that. And I think it's no. trying to get into the head of somebody who we don't really know. And I don't Yeah, like, but those, that's what those videos well, are yeah. telling you. It's like, it's like this broad message that's like, hey, you shouldn't say this to a girl because that's like you telling her what to do. It's like... Why is this video trying to fucking speak for me? But I, th- I what also percentage think of guys are really thinking that. But yeah. the reason it gets so nitpicky is because it's, while a not a huge symptom, a small symptom of a much larger problem. So women are being told what to do on a hu- on such a mass scale, right? That the reason they're they're you can almost get down to the small things. You're like, and by the way, it doesn't just happen on huge numbers where they're like, hey be pretty and make a baby and shut your mouth. It's also these tiny things that you guys do that you don't realize that you're basically saying you get to determine how we behave. You get to be the standard by which we act like, Hey, you're pretty. So you should be, you should feel so lucky that you're pretty and you should smile more. Like why? Yeah, Okay. I, you, I, who decided that? I get that. I think Nick gets it conceptually, but I feel like he thinks that, that like, specific it's instance like a paranoia is so dudes. like if, okay. If that same guy was like, Hey, you got a great figure. You should show it off more. That is way more like, Whoa, you're objectifying me. And you're telling me what to do as a woman, woman with my body. But something as innocent as a smile is like, to me, that's just overly, it's just overly sensitive. Yeah. I mean, I think that you just have to walk. The, I mean, I think that's like Kevin's standard. Because that's your standard. And I don't yeah. think like, and I. I also wonder if oversensitivity 
is a thing where it's like, well, we need we need to like you kind of like you go a little too far. So when it settles, it settles at a like nice at a nice average. That's right. Yeah, I imagine when it settles, something like a smile comment is not going to be like, whoa, you chauvinist pig. Right. I mean, I notice it race wise where it used to it used to feel much more offensive to call a black person black. Black, yeah. Right. And that yeah. was a thing where I think over time we're like you know there's actually a lot more problems we should be focusing on than just that that's actually not a big yeah. deal to us and now as much yeah. now african-american sounds like whoa dude you're being really there are sensitive a lot of it's syllables like, like, yeah. they're like yeah. who has time let's just like it you know if we're caught like we, you know i think it was like that doesn't let's let's work on the huge problem i remember I being in a conversation with like it was me a, another white guy and a black guy and then the other white guy was like He's like, yeah, well, I saw this African-American guy. And then the black guy was like, whoa, dude, what? what? Just say black. Like, what are you yeah. doing right You're now? You're fine. Don't worry. Like, yeah, you don't <laughs> need to tread so lightly and be so careful. Um, that I mean, maybe that's the best analogy I can make I mean, to I, that and smile thing. And I've had women thing. do kind of the same thing to me. They're like, you can... It's okay. Like you can tell me, like what are you like? I you yeah. can tell me I'm pretty and that you're yeah. like yeah. Women, yeah. I, I've said this before. Women routinely, especially I mean, especially in a, a, I guess a pseudo date, a, a dating situation, I have trouble in that. They're like, I can't tell you like me. Yeah. Because I'm trying to not be a creep. Right. Yes. And I go to such an extent where they're like, I honestly didn't think you found me attractive. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm like, right. yeah, I get that. I totally get that. But I just, yeah. I'm so hypersensitive about being part of what I consider the problem mm-hmm. that I err on the side of hypersensitivity, which is incredibly Inverted. unfun. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't, I don't, I what can't. What do you do, do Nick? Pounds way more ass than me. He pounds ass. <laughs> Nick pounds ass. <laughs> Name the episode. <laughs> I can't. I just can't do Pounding that. Pounding the ass of feminists. <laughs> I can't, that'd be such a great title. A Pounding, title. Fe- Pounding feminism in the ass. Feminism in the sweet ass. Yeah. I, uh, feminism in its pee. <laughs> I've never been that like over. But again, I I like to think generally. I I have a filter and I understand what is offensive. Like I would never do that. Like no, hey, you you're you pretty. Would. You should I, smile I, more. Thing just because I think it's cheesy but i don't really so weird like it's just not a thought i don't think most people like i don't think there's a control thing in there anywhere but i I mean i wouldn't use that line but i don't get mad if i wouldn't be like whoa dude you actually said that to a girl like you get really weird issues with control Well, i think that's what we were talking to like speaking to like that underlying thing that you're saying is that like if we're gonna get so nitpicky that and I think there is a time to get nitpicky and I think mm-hmm. there's a time to just kind of yeah. like there's a time to just let it go and just I mean because that's what leads to guys just like you know Kevin was saying like not even making eye contact and just going yeah just yeah. being a robot I who am terrified sits in his house alone. of offending you okay yeah. <laughs> my, like my He's thing that I, <laughs> I I defend the the slut shaming thing when guys get yeah, like I don't, yeah. when guys get super weird about a girl being like very openly sexual right or sexually confident and all that kind of stuff and guys get crazy about that. That's where I I step into that and I go. You need to fucking let go of women being property. There were so because many girls that just had se- like sex early on, like in te- like at my junior high, that just were ostracized and just like called. Yeah. You know, there was one girl they called the salad shooter because it, I mean, like she just had sex with a couple guys, and then um, and I think those guys just made up all these stories about her, and then they were like, right. oh yeah, she shoved a cucumber up or yeah. like there was just like right. i mean like just like these crazy stories and i just and and that i mean she just like she disappeared like from her class and i just yeah. felt so, 
I mean, there's just so many stories about that. And I think as women get older, I mean, whatever. What do you say about sex in the city, Kevin? It's done more harm to women than radical Islam. <laughs> That's right. How do you think? <laughs> Not the sexual liberation part. That part I have no problem with. Right, right. But you see, and granted, what I made me think the, of that? Was I haven't just watched like the whole Samantha. fucking thing, but like, she seems to be just waiting around for a rich guy for the entire show. Yeah. Well, she goes back and forth between what he his doesn't name, the, treat the, the her wh- super rad the entire time, and her dream is just this rich dude who's not that nice to her. Yeah, who fucking doesn't he, they they plan a wedding and he doesn't show up or some shit. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's some woman's story, but like, it's I also think one. that it's a lot. It's like a model for a lot of people saw that show and they were just. I know so many women who beat the shit out of themselves for not living up to like whatever stand it's just like impossible she was like an out of work writer that had yeah also she had nine thousand dollars in shoes she made no what she wrote one column it was just so lived un- in a yeah. new york apartment like none of it made sense yeah. really none of it really if made you tried sense. to actually live that life you'd go broke yeah and you'd probably be miserable it's like she didn't make she just had like some weird deal where she had this i don't want to talk about sex in the city this okay much. i'm sorry but i'm saying she had like a, the whole <laughs> what was it she, her apartment was like rent control so it didn't cost a lot yeah and then she spent all her money on shoes and clothes and everything and yeah there. she was like super super smart and interesting and funny and did cool stuff and like was likable and stuff but then you're like why do you let this like rich dude just come in out of your life and fuck you and not come all in all i want to talk about is sex in the city now yeah. <laughs> well, she, there was also that other guy that uh, john corbett played and he was like the more sensitive like furniture Liberate. maker dude yeah, yeah. Who she so didn't end up staying with. There right. was like the, I mean, but there was still like the, it's but ducky. then <laughs> what's his ducky. name ended up learning and ch- kind of changing and becoming less of like, Who's, wait, what did you say? Ducky. Oh, Ducky. Yeah. 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 For sure. And but I, it was also a show about four women and they were all very different. So it wasn't just like, here's the, how the, all the, women the, are. The, the part of it that was helpful, I think, was just like, oh, this is how honest women are when they're around each other and how, supp- and you kind of saw like how actually supportive women are to each other within yeah. their lives when they need, women do really, I think, rally around each other in a way that men don't. You oh. never hear a dude be like, I can't hang out. My friend got dumped. We got to go over to her apartment. I'm bringing a bottle of wine. We're going to hang out. It doesn't really work that way. There's a lot of vulnerability. Like, I think, yeah, vulnerability is like an easier, I like, is something that you know women can embrace yeah. much better than saying I don't know you calling your friend and going you know it kind of hurts that you didn't call <laughs> like I just don't I don't know and I'm sure it does you know but I, I don't know that like I it's hard for me to picture two guys kind of commiserating about that and it just seems the like the conversations are incredibly brief it's yeah. like you're just like yeah she didn't like me anymore and the guy's like yeah not for me. I'm there for my friends when they. But break. do your friends like <laughs> yeah. open up and like? Yeah. Like, and then and then. Did really? you know how many I've cried in front of my friends after oh, breakups? Really? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I will be <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> now we just name the episode. I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally right now, doing a bit, working on a bit about how men should cry. I think so. And it's yeah. making guys I think the opposite. <laughs> it's weirding dudes out. I am in one the of those crowd. dudes. Yeah. But I love it because I believe in it. I think it's. Tr- I don't think men are sensitive enough. I don't think they're vulnerable enough. It's like this whole thing. I'm. I think, I think I'm I sensitive think enough, but not vulnerable enough. I'm you were very sensitive intellectually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think when it comes to your actual emotions, that no, you are, they're yeah, mine. They're yeah, not they're mine. They're fucking not yours. Business. You're get not going to get in here. I mean, there, well, there's the a difference between <laughs> understanding something and that's like saying yeah. and not doing. No, I understand stuff. I just don't want to feel it. Yeah, yeah, but then there's only right. But like, there is a difference between. So it's like you saying like I'm going to go do this, but then you never do it. It's like yeah, he understands that he needs to. Yeah. But no, I said that to, never I said it. that to my therapist last week. I was like, I understand that I'm wrong for feeling like I don't for feeling this way. I just don't want to do any of this shit. 
Right. right. So I'm just obviously in a place where I can't get myself to do it. Do I you, know I should. I bet yeah. Nick feels less angry than you do. Probably. I, I used to be, when I was younger, and like most, you know, teenage boys that become young adults, men, you know. Right. I had a lot of fucking like just unresolved anger and just testosterone and just bah, I was like angry at the world. I wanted to change the world. I wasn't like wasn't good with girls so i wasn't getting any sexual like you know yeah release uh release or any kind of tension out of me and stuff so i was just like you know and i was like very i was just a young angry guy like a lot of dudes are and then it just started i don't know i started doing stand-up around that time and that like i found something to center me and like i could funnel you know i know that when i personally get really angry i mean i i'm a crier guys like yeah. I, I cry a little too much yeah. on the claire danes of my uh, <laughs> job like mm-hmm. i um and so i but i get i'll get really mad and then i cry like and i know that that's usually underlying it there's like some sadness there and i, I once i let that out it's kind of great like, what girls go to is and girls like, are obviously much yeah more comfortable they, ke- they get like a lot of emotions would get to a point that end up in like crying is the ultimate way to let it out but which is not probably the best but guys have the other side where it's like i don't know what to do with all these emotions and it turns into anger yeah so it's like we do one thing too much and then you do another thing too much but it's all in like it just comes from these old world like schools of thought where it's like men have to be like this and women have to be like this. It's okay for men to be angry and it's it's we understand if women get really sad. No, it like, should be the opposite where yeah. it should be like it should be okay for men to like feel sad and cry sometimes. Not all the time, but and then it should be okay for a woman to just flip out and be mad instead of just like i'm upset i'm gonna cry like a girl and be like meh you know yeah it's like sometimes girls should just be like i should be able to get pissed off i'm gonna yell at someone if i want to i had to negotiate like a raise and i just i kind of freaked out and it was so fun i was like hey (laughs) it was pretty effective i gotta say yeah i was like i'm gonna be an uber driver and he's like okay you get more money (laughs) i was like he was like i was like oh that's great that's funny (laughs) yeah, I've like I've I've cried in front of friends. I don't I don't I mean if it's it's a human emotion and it, to me it's like insanity that you are not allowing yourself to feel it. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone male or female Did your should, dad ever cry in front of you? Only like once or twice I can remember and it was like old school man reasons like someone died. Yeah. 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 But never just like for no real reason or whatever. But again like I think it's a little different largely with parents like they don't show that kind of thing in front of children because they're like we're your parents when you're That's young true. we protect you you have to know that like everything's safe we're in charge you know but that- here and there it's not like he never ever like his brother died and he was like he cried a couple of times and like yeah. when i saw that i was like yeah that, i mean that fucking makes sense he was never like no there's no you just move on people die but but there's kids that had parents like that they were like sometimes people die we just move on death is a and fact. those kids probably fucking suffered you know, some sort of like emotional like wall was built where they're like, oh, my dad said don't ever cry for any reason. So I'm also not going to do it. I think that's going to help move people towards like an equal playing field. Yeah. We just all admit that we have the same basic emotions. Yeah, like. because I know I can, I compensate in other areas where I'm like, I, I know I'm a man in all these other areas. So 
I can fucking cry or admit the new Taylor Swift album is good or yeah. and all these other things and know I'm still a, a man. Yeah. And yeah. I've never had a girl had a problem with that. I've cried in front of girlfriends if it's like something very sad happened mm-hmm. or like we watched a movie and the end was sad and like I'll like tear up a little and she's like, oh my God, are you crying? I go, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah. And she'll just think like, oh, that's cute or that's or whatever. Kevin, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just listening. It's fascinating. I cry when animals get adopted. Oh. That's right. that's hard. I mean, or I look at the pictures. Yeah. Or when two species of animals are friends. Like a dog and a cat? No, no, no. Like a lion. <laughs> like an elephant and a dog. You know yes. those things? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those... Right. Those kitchens, <laughs> but never human interaction. No, I, I, the, I was thinking, I was thinking the last time I, well, I, I will say, I genuinely try to avoid that shit. I don't watch sad movies. Like I go out of my way to not watch that shit. Mm-hmm. But like I'm watching Ken Burns' The War, mm. right. and there was a thing where this dude, he, you know, he dies, but he'd been sending all these letters that were basically just lies. Where he was like, Whoa. had a great breakfast today. Like he basically sent letters to not worry his mother. And they, you know they knew where they figured out where he was. He was in some of the worst battles in the entire war. But he was like, he's like, not a lot going on. Great sunset today. Had a great breakfast. Tell mom I love her. Make sure the kids get outside because I hear the weather's great. And he was just sending these letters home so that no one would worry. And then he died. Crazy. And I was just like, it was so sad and it was so brave and just so nice like that kind of there's i don't know i was like there is a sort of a dishonesty that's like nice yeah it was like he was being selfless and it was yeah. showing love he and, knew his mother yeah. he knew how she would react so he was like he was like oh we're just i met i met this kid the other day he had a real funny joke about this yeah. well, i had a turkey dinner it's like you didn't <laughs> none of that fucking happened and it was probably good for him there was a sense of escapism there where yeah. it's like i can just write this story and that, yeah. that get shit really got to me yeah. Oh, Ken Burns can get to you. He, yeah. he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I saw um, that documentary. I can't remember what it was called. Um, 25 Feet from Stardom. I think that's what it was. It was oh, the about backup the, singers. The ba- oh, yeah, backup yeah. singers who got slighted like by Phil Spector mm-hmm. and like, you know, and then the, the it was the bit about uh, the girl who sang um, she was a backup singer for the Rolling Stones for Gimme Shelter. Mm-hmm. And I was with a gay guy when I saw it and and we were, bu- I mean, like people around us thought there was like something. We were like, because ah! <laughs> Mick Jagger was talking with such reverence about this girl, and she just sings. I mean, I'm not going to even pretend. She just sings that line like rape, murder, yeah. And it's and then like w- there's something weird about her voice, and so I mean, it's like within the realm of possibility for dudes to cry that hard and like that openly. Yeah. It's so it's not like a biological thing, but it is so societal that we we have like you know driven like yeah. you know drawn these lines that yeah. It's just it's crazy old world puritanical like yeah. religious shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It all stems from these like these boxes that we were putting men in and women in. Yeah. And the, you know, for a long time it was men were in control. Yeah. So it was like we could create our own box and whatever we are, and then we can tell women what to be and what to do and how to act. But like and things have It's like Don Draper, like he's yeah. just the perfect example of like a white dude who's just got it 
like never a moment. Yeah, and at the same yeah. time, that guy's like the biggest sex symbol of like the last ten years. Women are like, finally, totally, they love that shit. Yeah, it's not like so he, it's not like they're like, wow, that's a fun old world reference that I don't f- find attractive. Women were like, give it, I want it, I want <laughs> yeah. shiny hair, and I want to fuck it. Like they yeah. they responded to that extremely positively. But you rarely yeah. ever heard a woman going like, man, I'd love to marry Don Draper. They that's just look true. at him and go, he's a really good looking guy, looks great in a suit. That's but just I mean no yeah that's like, true. But it was there was such a like it, there was such him. a like a a return to manhood situation when that show hit big. It was like real men on TV. It was like it was it was kind of this wave. And by the way, that's it had a big part to it to play in how you and I dress. Like all that shit came back. Right. Yeah. Like just like manly stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I mean, I think we're all we're all byproducts of like the stuff that we see and stuff and just like as you see like the women like what's attractive with women throughout the ages. I think that like, you know, we're still like, you know, holding on to that idea of masculinity and it might shift and change over time, but we're still very much like products. It's a lesser degree, but like our version of, of the, the, the kind of visual standard women are held to are, is a, a toughness standard yeah. and a, just a not a being able to a masculinity standard. Yeah. It's, it's similar ish. It's, think. it's right now it's both, both are happening. Yeah. yeah it's like be, be a so man, confusing. be a guy, but also be vulnerable and sensitive and don't like, don't be a pervert, but also take control and be in charge. And it's like, well, I got, I'm going to try and find the center, the balance and hopefully not offend you. And I think for women, it's like, try to have it all. I've seen women who have it all and they look exhausted. Right. <laughs> they look so, t- yeah. there was a woman who I was yeah. just, I was like, you, I mean, she owns this town. She is like, like the head of a network and she just always looks so, she was just being torn right and left and she had the kid and the husband that she didn't talk to and the job that was, you know, she she runs this town and I was just like, I was like, I want to be, there was something so attractive about it but like you really, I really did like look at like at the bags under her eyes and yeah. I was just like, she's torn in a million different directions There's only right so now. many hours in the day is the yeah. thing. And so the notion of being, you could do it with anything. The notion yeah. of being more than one thing is just, very fucking difficult right but we tend to what they do the thing what they do with women because men don't have much have a choice but what they do with women is they figure out a way to shame both choices if you decide yeah. to just be a white to be a mom you're like lazy and not as smart it's like oh you just sit around eating bonbons if, but if you're a career woman you're like look at that cold shrew who doesn't want children <laughs> right. like they're literally so women are tricked into being both because they know that they're screwed either way perception wise they're gonna. I mean, you to a certain degree, you've seen it. Like the notion of motherhood being a a little more valued than it once was. Like I think the '80s was a real like that was like oh she's just a mother, and then it's kind of like well do you know how fucking hard that is? Yeah, my my right. um sophomore history teacher who was one of the best teachers I've ever had quit teaching. Um, uh, like she was so good, she like. I, I was like, how could you possibly quit? Like you're so good and to become a mom for a few years and everyone yeah. was like, Oh, and you know, and I think about banking too. Like the women who stick around start dressing like dudes eventually. Like they get their really cropped hair and they wear like weird suits and stuff like that. So I think right. it's, uh, you know, anyway, so that's like an example of like, well in the business world, you're slowing what ascension you would have. If you take five years off, it's like, well, in that five years, you would have become a VP or something like that. Yeah. So you're like, all right, well, I'm not going to become a VP by 35 like I thought. 
So yeah. now, and then I get back into it. Maybe it's, uh, things will change. So I get it by forty-five. It just—it literally does change a ton of shit. It's such a different decision-making situation than dudes right. have. You do, and it really is like a question of—it's like a cost-benefit that, like, you really do have to be like, okay, I'm literally sacrificing my career to be a better mother. Yeah, I—I I think that's like a real decision that like most yeah that dudes don't have to make and that's something that has to that comes into you know that a lot of women have to like what do you think is like a major generally speaking that you notice in in men in society is a major thing guys don't get about women about feminism and what that even means and women's equality Um, is there just a general trend where you're like why do guys still think this (laughs) or whatever yeah, I think that I I think that's it. That that there I think I've said it a bunch of times. Just that like the really that this I think they don't get that there is this quest for perfectionism. That this perfectionism is kind of uh runs through a lot of women mm-hmm. and that they have to like you know, and just what I was saying about that woman who worked at, it was the, you know, runs Hollywood, but has the family and everything like that. You have to do it, but you also have to look perfectly like it, it has to appear effortless. Yeah. Like look beautiful, but you know, God forbid you say you like did any sort of, you know, prep work. Like I hated the, like I shouldn't say I hated. it. I didn't like the book, uh, gone girl, but there was this bit about the cool girl and she was just like, guys want this, this, and I thought it did articulate a sentiment that is um, not really, you know, that a lot of people haven't talked about before. It was just like, you have to like, uh, you know, pretend like you're okay with whatever they're doing. You can't yeah. pretend. I mean, it's so much of the stuff that we already talked about, but like, I think it's just the, this veneer that you have to put on that you're doing so and you're doing it so effortlessly. And um, yeah, she, that character had to like, she just tried to play. I mean, she was a sociopath, so like yeah. she tried to play both the the sub, the Madonna whore thing. She played like the right. submissive, and then the super cool. Anything goes. Say what you want. Do yeah. what you want. Yeah. yeah, you're and and I think that that is still very um, uh, you know sought after with guys. Like you know, I just remember it reminds me of in, when when uh, Barack Obama was running against Hillary Clinton. They had a picture of like Hillary Clinton's assistant holding up five different colored pantsuits mm-hmm. against the debate stage. And they were all the same, like, Chanel suit that she wore, but they were all these different colors. And I was like, oh, this is unfair. Yeah, because like, you know what they do with the male candidates? They hold up five different ties. Yeah, it's yeah. like... They're same, lo- same thing. Hillary Clinton's going to run for president in a year, and mm-hmm. her looks are going to be a huge... There's going to be probably a week spent on by her strategy team figuring out what hairstyle to have. Right. That's the difference. And who's like, the, the Senate leader a couple years ago? The woman? Nancy uh, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. People had a serious problem with how much she spent on her outfits. Like yeah. She wears it was just designer. Yeah. Suit. And you're like, well, the fucking male center, it's not like they're going to H&M. <laughs> yeah. That's no. It's like they're wearing thousand plus dollar fucking suits. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you not... Right. I've said this before. No one talks about how much goddamn plastic surgery John Kerry's got in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. He's fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. He used to look like an old oak tree. Now, all of a sudden, his face is like a shiny saddle. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he knew it. He was like, I'm going to be Secretary of State. I'm going to be on camera a lot more. Let's fix my whole fucking face. That's a serious problem when your politicians start getting plastic surgery. It's like, where are, the, where are your priorities? <laughs> well, he's so loaded. 
<laughs> the doesn't th- matter. No, it's r- fucking weird. Yeah, if Hillary Clinton got a pl- bunch of plastic. Oh, surgery, people would people fucking would freak. She out. wouldn't be allowed to run for president. Yeah, These they'd be the like, people. "Do you really want someone this superficial running your country?" It would preclude her ability to run for president if she oh, did yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And fuck she around, Carrie those, may run again. Yeah, those big lips. Yeah, um, assholes. Like, <laughs> like, I think that. So why didn't you like Gone Girl? I want to go back to that for a minute. Oh, I don't know. I just thought. I mean, I didn't like the. I just didn't love it. I wasn't uh, like a like my. Uh, it didn't really um, uh, conflict with any of my like sociable likes. Uh-huh. It, like it was just more. I just thought the story was a little um, silly. I didn't like the. Uh, I I thought the. I think I didn't like the way it was perceived. I think I read it too late. Everybody was talking about it as like this fine piece of literature. And I was like, oh, no, this is like pop, pop, like, this is like a... It was like a suspense like, thriller. Yeah. It's it was, a page turner. It wasn't, it, was, it just wasn't anything that fan. I, I thought yeah. the movie was, uh, they didn't do it well either. But, yeah, know, they didn't translate it that well. They they yeah. left a lot out. Because yeah. a lot of people at the end were like, well, why the fuck did he take her... I mean, if you haven't seen it, fuck you at this point. Yeah. But like... They're like, why didn't he, Kevin? <laughs> like, why didn't he? Why did he take her back? And why did he react like this? And you're like, yeah, the ending the, was just so unsatisfying. Yeah, but the book explains so much more about each character. You understand why. And the fun part was, was you didn't realize that she was this like sociopath yeah. till the end. You actually were just like, you know, like fuck him. Like, how dare he like leave her out? And yeah, she what is, a dick. Yeah, and I think it. I think it did that well. And I think the the movie like let it. You know, it tipped its. Uh, what's that expression? Tips its hand. Tips its hand. Tips its hat. Tips its hat. Tips it. it what it tipped way too early that like that she wasn't a sociopath. Did you see it. Fifty Shades of Grey? I did not, but I heard it was pretty bad. Okay. The book is horrendous. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I I've actually heard people say the movie's better than the book because the book is so bad. The book is one of the biggest piles of shit <laughs> in the world. That a lot of people but are I like, mean, ah, book, fucking movie's better written than the yeah. book. Well, the problem with the book, I heard the movie just had, doesn't have any, like, it's not that fun of sex. Like, there's, well, neither is the re- book. Oh, really? There's no, not, there's that. not a lot of sex scenes, and the ones that there are, you're like, it's not really like all crazy. Well, there's going to be stuff. three, right? Well, yeah, it's a trilogy. My, I just worked with a girl who was in it, and she didn't have to take her clothes off at all. Oh, really? It just made me go, you know what was good at that? Like that, the secretary. Secretary, yeah. Secretary's secretary. a fucking masterpiece. It was so hot. Right. And then I, so that, hot. that was like really, that was done well. And James Spader cast Spader. perfectly. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, both yeah, of yeah. them. Perfect. And, and I've always said this, that the, the secretary in the hands of the wrong people would have been a Cinemax porno. Right, right. Yeah, like right. you could take those same, you could take the same script and act it poorly. It was done so flawlessly. No, it yeah. really looked like a Miranda July movie, but it was like so. Made me want to cut great. my leg with a razor blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fifty Shades is as pure garbage. It's just pretty garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's Twilight fan fiction. I yeah, even, I didn't even understand what that was. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I mean it's so fucking bad. I was reading it and I'm like, did a 15 year old write this? <laughs> really? It's Twilight. Did you finish fan it? Fiction. Yeah, I read it in like a day. It's like written by a fucking. Kid. It looks like it's written by a kid. I started and I was like, life's too short. Yeah, I was just <laughs> I like, can't, uh, can't. done. Bye. But like that, I always, I always think, tend to think about like how things like that are going to affect the normal sexual behavior of like the public because that's a huge movie. Yes. Yeah. I noticed it when I watched the first season of Girls. There's the part where like, Ooh, him, girls, yeah, her and that. her and their boyfriend. He's like doing a bunch of dirty talk to her. He's like saying all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then like after the fact, they're talk- she's talking about with her friends. They're kind of making fun of it. And I remember thinking, this is going to change the way women think about dirty talk because how it was portrayed on the show. And this is a show that's like a big deal to 
people and like it's it's kind of groundbreaking it's about yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i always think about I'm like oh 50 shades of gray there's going to be like a, a spike in people tying people up like yeah. it will like affect people's sex lives which is so interesting to me yeah people want to try a couple of those yeah. things a little more i wonder though i mean is it that the, i mean i think people will start tying each other up i think it might be like a trend in like you know like head shops like people will get more bondage gear but i don't think it'll actually yeah. change the dialogue what if i mean what i if think people... girls actually incites like an interesting like i mean lena dunham as much as you want to say i mean the fact that she got naked i think it, that's i mean if you want to talk about punk, feminism currently punk rock as hell for sure like that's the kind of stuff that's i think really gonna affect the dialogue like i don't know that i mean some hot girl getting naked i mean like, it's just a huge but it, you just got to think about it, it's such a huge movie and there'll yeah. be two more so it'll be about you know it did really really well it'll become a part of the, I just re, I but I think it's in, ultimately like just hollow like it's there's so yeah. cartoonish and like fantasy that but I don't think it will to affect us but that's what the, fucking most a large number of the population that's their entertainment well is think hollow. about this though that it's been the book the series has been out for years yeah. and it's sold hundreds of millions of copies right. And, and it's been in like the zeitgeist for a while, and it hasn't changed the way people. I don't know. Sexual... Online porn is pretty intense these days. I wonder. If Online that has... porn has been like this since, but the choking a decade before the choking and the slapping stuff. I've noticed lots more of. Dude, no, if trending. anything, it's it's going. It, it's leaving that. That was popular for years before. To be and fair, now I it's only going... go to one site called chokeandslap.com. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Porn's heading in like another direction. <laughs> There's like more porn for women now. There's more. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. I think romance I, uh, porn maybe, is coming back. Maybe it has awakened like a couple of dudes who are just like, oh, women liked like dirty stuff too. I didn't yeah. even, you right, know, yeah. I don't, uh, maybe that has, that's done something. I mean, I, I'm not sure though. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that like it, it wasn't done well. And like, who, who wrote it? Like, E.L. James. E.L. James. That's right. Who wrote the script? I think person that wrote the script. I don't know. I, I I can't remember. I don't know either. But I heard Daniel that they were having Steele. problems. <laughs> the screenwriter and her clashed a little yeah. bit on. I think E.L. James was like, "No, make it more awful, like my book." <laughs> the screenwriter was like, "No, we want to make it like better." She's like, no, James no, no, no. Like, I can't read your script. She's like, because you can't read. Yeah. Can't she's like, "No, I'm a really bad writer, I and understand. I want it to be this terrible." Is not what are these marks on it? Punctuation. <laughs> yeah. This is proper spelling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I might actually see it. I'm just curious. My friend who has awful taste in movies, admittedly, she's just like it was. Really I feel bad. like I yeah. should see it just because it's like going to be a part of pop culture. It really, yeah. I mean, it's going to be. I read it. It's going to be a reference in every network sitcom we see on the air for the rest true. of our lives. Yeah, so, yeah, there'll be a lot of like lines like "Okay, Mr. Gray," I know, yeah, I'll 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 things like that. Getting, that let me let me pull the Fifty Shades down. Like it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. horrendous. I waited way too long to read Harry Potter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, those I, were good. Those were fun. Yeah, that was nothing to do with feminism. Dear God, I but love I the do. <laughs> I don't yeah. know Hermione. Smart, sassy. Yeah. Those are really fun books. Um, I mean, ran Ron Weasley around. Certainly wasn't in charge. <laughs> she is so pretty now. She is. She turned into a beautiful woman. But you look at her and you're like, pretty and smart. Because of Hermione. F- wait, because of a fictional character? Yeah, she's, she, she, she's the most famous... <laughs> thing she's ever done she was really good at it she's not just perceived for the fact that she's super foxy like oh yeah she's like but you gotta wonder if she grew up and became like you know not attractive mm. would she 
constantly be photographed. Because remember, be she she cut her hair and was yeah. like her pixie haircut. But if she was like so fifty pounds overweight for what the Hollywood standard is, people would have been like, Ugh. oh no, if they oh. would have, no, they would have kicked you out of show business in ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't. You cannot. They're, they let three overweight women in show business at a time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've they don't allow you've it. You've got a ticket in you. They and you've got to come in fat. you got to start yeah. overweight. Yeah. Like when you get a job at a restaurant, if you start clean shaven and then try and grow a beard, like, whoa, no, no, no. But if you get hired with a beard, they're like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Oh, yeah. No, they will not let you do that. My friend, when I worked at a restaurant, that exact same thing happened. Like, I got hired there with, like, stubble. And then, like, I, like, let it grow out and stuff. And then my friend, who was always clean-shaven and had worked there for probably a year before him, he was like, oh, I didn't know we could have beards. That's cool. I'm going to I'm gonna do that. So he lets his hair grow for, like, five days. He doesn't even get a full week, and the manager pulls him aside. He's like, uh, you're going to um, need Nick's to shave. Nick's the stubble guy. You yeah. can't do this. But Nick had a beard, like, and the manager was like, well, when he was hired, he already had some. So it's not like, for a lot of our regulars, it's not weird. And he's like, but I can't. And it was just a rule because it was a rule. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it, and I I just laughed so hard because I, I agree. I'm like, it's totally not fair what they did to you. <laughs> but I was on the winning end of it. It was so, and the same thing with like, with physical appearance in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like, if someone like comes in as like the ugly weird guy, but you can't turn into Steve Buscemi. You yeah. have to come in as Steve yeah. Buscemi. Tell me about it. Which is not fair. <laughs> Kevin. Um, I, it's almost... What's his Showbiz name? to Mickey me Rourke? is like... Showbiz to me is like... It's like Hooters. It's like, do you want to work there? It's like they have pretty specific like notion of what they want. That is yeah. specific. And I show... Guess, the yeah. part, I, I, while I think it's lame, part of me is like, you did know you're going into show business, right? The most superficial industry on the planet. Right. There's it's like a, going into swimsuit modeling and being like... Uh, they wanted me to fit in the swimsuit. It's like, yeah. But that, I mean, it goes so much. The The problem is so much deeper. I understand like that bit coming I used into to show do. business, but I think that there is like, I think people who work in show business, if we're going to be socially responsible, like we're the ones who create these images. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. you know, people like Lena Dunham, like are doing things that guys are really uncomfortable with. And I think that it's just, you know, those like 10 white guys at the top are like, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Like, and I think that, I think that's the stuff that, I mean, if we're, you know, you can make the case that girls is going to make life better for women. I, I agree. In and, America. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of the world, but like it will make life better for American women. We have not addressed the women. international issues of facing oh, that's like, <laughs> Well, the thing we didn't get into at all is the difference between white feminism and non-white feminism. Is it is very yeah. different. I is mean, it, I don't know that, yeah. But the international thing, I don't know that any of us... No, I mean, don't. maybe you can if you have like... I can kind of speak yeah. to like, you know, some Islamic women and just right. like the people's, people's idea of like whether they should wear like, you know, a hijab and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I mean, I just, I mean, I ultimately think it's just kind of what we were saying, like, let them wear whatever, you know, like, that's their belief system. That's yeah. what they were raised with. Let them wear it. I mean, if it's ultimately a sign of, like, humility and modesty and what Muhammad's wives did. And it's right. an act of, like, reverence to, like, what their belief system is. If you don't believe in religion, then you're going to be like, well, that's crazy. And, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's, like, let people... It, it's kind of exact. Like, if you want to be the girl who wears, you know, a shirt with a lot of cleavage, or you want to be a girl who looks like a dude, go for it. Like, it's just yeah. I think you know everybody's belief systems. You know, we're not going to be able to dictate. We're not going to agree. But I think you know, just let people do. And I think it's want. important as a dude to just know that it's like a case by case basis. 
that there's right. no wide swath anymore. You have to figure out on like you have to basically take the time and figure out how each person wants to be treated and what they're comfortable with and what they think is funny and what like how it, it's it used to be it was just way easier. You said like you you there was like a kind of stock way to hit on a woman and you did these things and you took them to these places and it's just that's not it anymore. Yeah, cuz back then yeah, there was no repercussion. But yeah. now it's like and now we, you have to remember yeah. everyone, you have to treat them like an equal. So you can't say whatever you want. It's yeah. not even like an equal, yeah. it's like another step. It's like they start out as equal but then they get individual. It's like equal, and then what are your specific things? Right. I mean, yeah. you've noticed that, especially with, with transgender people now. It's like, I uh, know I identify as this. It's oh, like, my God. You're I... allowed to just tell me what you, you can, a, a guy dressed head to toe as a dude can be like, I know I dress like a guy. I actually identify as a woman who dresses like a man. And I have to be like, all right, man. Yeah. Or, all right, ma'am. Have you seen the transgendered bathroom signs? No, no. There's, I saw one in like the Gelsons in West Hollywood, wow. and there's like it was a, unis- a unisex bathroom, and it had guy sign, woman sign, transgender sign, which is yeah, a half skirt. <laughs> Wait, what? Half <laughs> it's skirt. like half so, man, and then you know how like the woman sign is like a skirt. Oh, the skirt. Like, okay. It was like a half. Yes, skirt. <laughs> it was really interesting. I was like, like that one oh, Genesis video. That is <laughs> yeah. so cool. Yeah. Huh. yeah. But yeah, that's the thing where it's like, it's not up to, I don't get to, I don't get to decide what, uh, no, uh, how another person is going to be treated on any level anymore. Or I, that's just not a thing. It's like, you tell me what you are and I, and then it's like, all right, then that's what you are. Yeah. And I think that was the ultimate thing. It's like that, art. This is art. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I yeah. said it was. I just, I mean, yeah, we're in like a transitional period, you know, with a lot of issues like this like feminism and like like uh gay rights and that kind of thing so it's like there's so much that we just don't that no in either side doesn't know they just everyone knows that things are changing and we just have to like figure it all out together that's why i think you see the oversensitivity yeah let's just be hypersensitive right now until we but no 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 i don't let's not be it's okay to be super hypersensitive it's like let's have a discussion but like just because someone's offended because they're sensitive doesn't make them right yeah i just like or you know you can't possibly because then where do you get then everyone's like every commenter on the internet like you have to eventually have like an open vulnerable conversation with another woman and say like i don't know what's right tell me what you think i mean i think that that's what it ultimately has to come down to that there's no quote-unquote right answer anymore that there has to there's a lot of like i don't know a lot of i don't know like i told you i don't know because i don't know you and i don't like and i think just if you know if you're just like a like so a considerate person who comes to the table like being open and vulnerable i think those are the con- i mean that's how you really affect change i think it just has right. to be on a personal level like and just being open to it and i mean for the most part i'm not surrounded by a lot of guys that are you know overtly offensive they say stuff yeah. you know like i mean and it's up to me if i am offended to say hey that's gross to me yeah, like, don't do it. Like, don't you know? Yeah, and and that's could, my part, you know. Yeah, yeah. And some of them could be like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." And then some others can go like, "Well, you're being overly sensitive. You're a and then slut." Both, <laughs> yeah. And then both of you could be like, "Cool, we will no longer yeah. be friends or just whatever." Like, just yeah. 
Yeah, but the yeah. conversation is more important than just like being sensitive and offended because then it's like everyone retreats to their corners and they go, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. And then no one gets anywhere. That's like, that's oppressive. Like just having any sort of like top down policy saying you can't say this and you can't, you know. Yeah, that's the worst thing of all. Yeah. Is to be like, this is not allowed. Yeah. And you're like, well, how are we supposed to get anywhere? Right. Because I'm going to still have these thoughts. Just like it's like people are like, I'm never racist or I'm never sexist. Like yeah. We're ultimately human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to think crazy stuff. And we're going to be like pissed off one day. And a girl's going to, you know, with big boobs is going to get in your face and be like, yo, get Yeah. <laughs> oh, ev- like- every guy I've ever known that's like, I'm dude, I'm like total equal rights, total male feminist. The second they go through a breakup, fucking slut. Yeah. All women are yeah. bitches. And you're like, yeah. you're just letting it out and you're and not doing it. I think most you know. women will be like that, you know, you're having a moment. Like, yeah. They would just like, be, like, don't yeah. do it in the middle of a cheesecake factory. But like you can do it at home amongst a couple close friends. It's like. You're really pissed. You're being emotional. You're letting it out. It's cool. You don't always feel that way. Yeah. But you know, right? Yeah. Right time, right place. Yeah. Like I would never say that shit to a woman about, you know, women. If I just right. went, you know, in you know, you, you get factory. What I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Never in a cheesecake factory. <laughs> Solemn place, but also don't ever go to a cheesecake factory. Whoa, whoa! Oh, back it up. <laughs> I'm back a fan of the chain. Back it up. I, I can't. love the franchise. Back it up, Arab. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> they have some great salads. I agree with everything you guys said, except about being vulnerable, because I'm not a fucking pussy. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm a man. In conclusion, be a man. A man's man. Buy a truck. USA. <laughs> Boys rule. Girls drool, yeah. as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being on this. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Thanks Cass. Cass. Was it was cool. Thank Did we offend guys. you? Not at all. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> not yet. Actually, most of it was offensive. It's just, I'm a little sad. Um, I can't wait for these emails. Uh, yeah, and yeah. if, you, if, <laughs> if any of you listeners are, you know, offended, offended. or whatever, uh, you can go fuck yourselves. Yes. And you can go to hell because we didn't. This is I not the point I want to know that we all did this. this podcast naked. Right. <laughs> yeah. We have no clothing on. <laughs> yeah. No, we were wearing women's clothing and you were and wearing, I was men's wearing clothing. guys. Just yeah. To, yeah. Even at the plant to confuse everybody. Kevin's about to cry, so we need to end in this. All spanks just <laughs> yeah. to feel part of the battle. So yeah, the point of this was to like let's have a discussion about things we don't really fucking know a yeah. lot about so that's right if you're offended you weren't listening if you're properly. An, if you were a phd at sarah lawrence uh with uh <laughs> women's studies <laughs> like, yawn. i apologize profusely yawn yeah. shave your armpits <laughs> but do let us know what you think uh, uh i mean you uh, know i really do want to do like a if you want like a multi-part yeah you have another you know female friend of ours hmm. on okay and get you know you guys have a female like a c- comedian because i'm sure that's a whole other bag like your experience with yeah yeah we could yeah there's that angle yeah yeah Yeah, there's a lot of places to to go with it because there's so much like i'm not a woman there's a lot i don't know maybe get a prostitute we need a non-white lady because that's a whole different thing that is true yeah you definitely need a non-white lady very different dude a transgendered transgender person non-white comedian <laughs> if they're, Alt, a, yeah, both. I know. A, I met a transgendered but white mm. comedian, San Francisco. Yeah, you're not going to get all. I mean, maybe you are. I could do it. I mean, there's not <laughs> a lot of transgendered comedians, but Is, are there many? I, like, I, are there? I don't, I've only I don't ever heard more. of like one or two. Okay. Many. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many facets of it. Anyway, 
Thank you again. Thank you guys. It was, it was fun. fun. See you bye. next time. I said bye. I don't know if I should. <laughs>